of shooting, we pick the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Hi guys. Hello. A happy Twilight Tuesday. Happy Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kel. I'm Mel. And we're back for another Bite of Twilight. Thanks for joining us, y'all. Thank you for joining us. We just had mushroom ravioli. We're drinking some <laughs> yeah. wine. We're getting lit. And, yeah. <laughs> and we're here for you. Yeah. yeah. This is a new tradition. We did it last time we had mushroom ravioli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we decided we're going to do it every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just at the supermarket. I didn't realize. So did you just see it? You just yeah. walked by it? Oh, perfect. I was looking at the ravioli section and... That was one of them, so that's meant to be. Happy Halloween. It's going to be a few days after Halloween, mm-hmm. but I hope you guys had a good holiday if you celebrate it. Yeah. Um, I also hope that you were able to watch Kristen Stewart on SNL. Mm-hmm. We're recording this before then, so we don't have anything to share about it. But I wonder if anything really cool will happen. Yeah. Maybe. I hope something Twilight-related happens. <laughs> I mean, she's probably going to mention it, right? <laughs> Maybe. Are you going to see Charlie's Angels? Or are we going to see it? Yeah, I think we'll see it together probably if we see it. We live together, by the way. Mm-hmm. And we're cousins. Yes. And Best friends. It's really a lot overlapping. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen The Lighthouse. People keep telling us about it. Now, do you want to see The Lighthouse or not? Because yesterday, or was it two days ago, you were like... You said it was scary. I want to see it, but people have told me it's really disturbing and they couldn't sleep after. So I'm just scared. Yeah, I'm scared about seeing it in theaters because I feel like that will be like more. People have said it's really disturbing. Maybe if it's a rainy day, we can go to like a matinee. Yeah, during the day, I think (laughs) it would be better. I want to see it too. I need to know am I going with you or am I going with someone else? Okay, no, you're going with me. You're going with me. If you leverage that, then yeah, we're going together. This weekend? Maybe we can see it this weekend. Okay. Yeah. We'll find a time. Maybe. We'll have your people call my people. Okay. (laughs) So, we're back today to continue talking about Breaking Dawn. This is book two of Breaking Dawn. The book. It's in Jacob's point of view. The book. The book, the book. Yeah. However, we have some things to say first before we start, you know digging into the text and that'll take it away um (laughs) so we wanted to say to share that one of our amazing listeners natalie actually sent us a package of goodies that was so nice it's crazy oh my gosh because she heard that we had just moved into a new place and she sent us so many housewarming gifts snacks no, you didn't need to do that. oh my god it made <laughs> our day because we knew something was coming in the mail so i went to check the mailbox and i looked at i went through the mail and i looked at all like the little packages mm-hmm. and i did not expect a package so big it had so many things in it and the you know our address and everything was written in the twilight font it was oh so yes cool. yeah so she sent <sighs> some just housewarming gifts some snacks and then also these beautiful ornaments of 
Bella and Edward. Mm-hmm. Um, which and collages. Collages, which some of oh. them we saw at the festival and yeah. we admired how beautiful they are. I mean, those must have taken so long to make. And we're going to frame them and yeah. hang them up in our living room. Yeah, we saw those at the festival. And, like, I actually make collages for fun. And I remember being, like, really jealous of them. <laughs> like, wow, that's so good. I should have made something like that. Yeah. And then, for us to receive them was such a surprise. It's just, it's mm-hmm. connected, you yeah. know, like what happened in September. So we're going to share her Etsy as well. Um, and you guys have to check it out because it's so beautiful. And honestly, it's like pretty, it's really affordable yeah, too. Yeah, the Twilight. Yeah. Really yeah. good. She made stickers too. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Guys. Not worthy. No, not worthy. <laughs> but it's just so nice because, you know, like this is just our hobby and to receive that just Mm -hmm. I don't know it feels so nice yeah (laughs) I just say like we've received a lot of nice messages lately and Mm -hmm. it's hard to put into words how much it means to us yeah but I wanted to say that like it's it really makes our day every single time yeah we get a message like that like we are still constantly shocked by it Mm-hmm. And I'll just be having a really horrible day. I'll be really stressed about something happening at work. Mm-hmm. And whenever I read something like that, it stops me in my tracks and makes me realize just how genuinely kind people are in the I world. I know. I think the same thing. It's crazy to me when someone says, like, oh, me and my friends listen. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird when you it, hear the personal touch like that. Yeah. Like, it's so cool. It restores my faith in people. Yeah. Because people in the Twilight community are just so nice and so loving and passionate. So, thank you so much. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. But it made my life. Yeah. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. It was like Christmas. I know. It really was like Christmas. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she wrote us a letter. So sweet. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's hard to to describe just how much it means to us. (laughs) And speaking of... I posted on Instagram a picture of the Breaking Dawn sign that our other listener, D made for us, which I mentioned before. But on it, I kind of, you know, asked a question because we're talking about Breaking Dawn the book. So I said, like, hey, oh, here's the sign D made. Also, like, we're discussing Jacob's book. What do you guys think of the switch to Jacob's point of view? So if you forgot or if you haven't read the book... It's split into three books, and the second one is in Jacob's point of view, which is a total departure from the rest of the series. And you guys on Instagram shared your opinion. Should I read some of them? Yeah. Okay. Well, Nball1997 said, it, kind, it was kind of interesting to see it in a guy's point of view. I wish it was in Edward's point of view. And, yeah, that would have been... Cool. I mean, I think we'll get to what we think about it mm-hmm. later. But, oh, by the way, if you hear, like, footsteps running in the background, it's my cat. <laughs> He's freaking out for absolutely no reason. <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll just say, like, yeah, Edward's point of view would have been really cool. And I wonder why Stephanie chose to do Jacob's, but I think I know why. I think I know why, too. But we'll get to that. Lulu Hex said, So I like how it went to Jacob's point of view because it gave us more in-depth understanding of the story. It would have been cool if Midnight Sun was integrated with Twilight in a similar way. I heard that Stephanie gave Midnight Sun to Rob to read so he could understand his character better so we could get a little bit of that movie. 
And then I like how she corrected Stephanie because she accidentally spelled it with an A. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. <laughs> Very pivotal or important. Yeah. yeah. Edward and Bella, our goals said, could have been Edward's point of view. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently Mel responded and said, if only. <laughs> Sim to third, we've mentioned you before. <laughs> Sim to third 2.0. Sim to third 2.0. Yeah, friend of the pod (laughs) said, I'm not going to lie, Jacob's point of view is my favorite part of the book by far. Mm -hmm. For starters, we kind of got a little more insight on the wolves' ability in and out of their human form, such as their telepathy, hearing, speed, and enhanced strength, like Jacob was able to kick Rosalie across the room during Renesmee's birth, even though he most likely would have broke his toe. Yeah. He used his full strength. It was also cool seeing more of the wolf characters' personalities, such as Leah and Seth. Mm -hmm. That's true. And their interactions with the Cullens and how they view them. Like, Edward and Jacob's interactions were by far my favorite scenes, especially how Jacob was maturing after his disgusting character assassination <laughs> in Eclipse. I remember you saying that, yeah. Sam. In Eclipse, and interactions with Rosalie ended up making me ship them. Same! Yeah. Spoiler. It was kind of cool seeing Bella's pregnancy from his perspective and how his mind works, which is pretty much what you'd expect from a teenager. His relationship with Leah was also another positive. I liked seeing her perspective on being rejected by someone she loves and managing to empathize with Jacob on that situation despite their initial hostility towards one another. You could sense there was something building up between the duo, <laughs> but then the entire section was ruined with that dreaded ending that Jacob would be forever remembered for by everyone who's seen her in the series. <laughs> Mic drop! <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah, yeah oh my say. god. <laughs> Seriously. Friend of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he like has such insight. Yeah, I love it. Because, I mean, we do have, I think 30% of our listeners are male, but mm-hmm. not many of them are willing to reach out to us. And I just love hearing what guys have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, keep it coming. He's Team Jacob, but That's okay. I feel like I agree with him on so many things. Yeah, 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 yeah. MDK06 said, I was annoyed the entire time because Jacob was narrating, probably because I'm biased towards Edward, but it was cool to see how he truly felt about everyone else, especially Bella. Seeing his perspective made him more likable and gave gave his character more depth. Jacob still sucks, though. Team Edward all the way. I love your guys' podcast. Cool to see people so love Twilight as much as I do. Aw, thank you. Wow. So yeah, some different responses. Mm-hmm. Angel said, I think it's cool. It's a cool switch, but it does come out of left field since we've never had anyone other than Bella's perspective the entire rest of the series. So I either wish there was more perspective more perspective switches or she had kept it in all of Bella's. Yeah, I see that. The inconsistency kind mm-hmm. of bugs me. Yeah, I do. Angel, I have an idea. hello. <laughs> Angel from the podcast as well. I do have an idea as to why it was switched into Jacob's, but we'll get to that later. Ooh, you're teasing me, Mel. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. <laughs> we always say that. <laughs> All right, book two, Jacob. Jacob. So this Jacob? is Jacob's perspective. <laughs> Jacob, stop. Because <laughs> I don't want to lose you. Not good enough. So, yeah, this starts with a passage from A Midsummer Night's Dream. I've never read that. I did in <laughs> freshman year of uh, high school. Wow, I'm ignorant. It says, and yet, to say the truth, reason and love keep little company together nowadays. You know, it's interesting. I, agree with that. I don't really 
I want, I don't see a Midsummer Night's Dream being that much a Jacob story besides the fact that the plot is people falling in love with the wrong people. I guess, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm going to... I think that's basically it. Yeah. But it is a comedy, and I feel like Jacob is just so mellow. Uh, so melancholy. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really go, but... He's not that funny. Mm-hmm. No offense, Jacob lovers. I'm so sorry. But I really hate to upset people by, you know, trashing on your favorite character. It's just odd to me because Jacob is kind of always treated as like, oh, Edward's the serious brooding vampire. Jacob then, is really sad. Yeah. Especially because he is so young. And he he's very bitter. has so much turmoil. Yeah, it's very bitter. Mm-hmm. But I guess I can see why Midsummer Night's Dream would connect, especially since it's about falling in love with the wrong person, but there's, like, someone that you're supposed to be with, and I guess that, spoiler, that would be, like, Jacob and Renes Ray. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, I guess that's, like, the connect. I would love to ask Stephanie, like, exactly, like, if she would dissect more mm-hmm. the connection, but I don't really care that much. <laughs> so, the preface... I actually think about this all the time. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's like a quote that's just in my head all the time. All it is is, life sucks and then you die. Yeah, I should be so lucky. Very emo. I think about it all the time. Wait, so life sucks and then you die? That's a common thing that people say, right? Yes. Yeah. It seems like he's commenting on it. It's in italics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should be so lucky. And I guess he's saying that because he doesn't die what kind of does yeah this weird yeah he's gonna die eventually but it's uncertain yeah when he will i should be so lucky i would i would love that <laughs> what if he died no if i oh wasn't gonna die for a really long time oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. something right away that's so different is the chapter titles are very mm-hmm. more stream of consciousness they're very long or yeah they're very long whereas bellas are always very you know they're one word, word kind of dramatic and a lot of suspense on them but mm-hmm. these are more yeah, yeah they're like commentaries mm-hmm. So we start with chapter eight. It's waiting for the damn fight to start already. And here we are where the wedding has happened. Bella and Edward are on their honeymoon and Jacob is just waiting to hear about any update on what's happened to Bella. And Mal, remember we like disagreed about this? It's confirmed here that Paul imprinted, imprinted on Rachel Jacob's yes! sister. <laughs> which I totally forgot about. Yeah. And in my notes I was like, what? Yeah, just last week I was saying, yeah, he even prints on Rachel, Jacob's sister. And she goes, no, he doesn't. Rachel's never there. <laughs> Which Rachel actually, I don't think, is here in this chapter. Yeah, she's just she's talked just about. Act, yeah. Where is she? She's like, she never says anything. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's true because you said that they got divorced. Yeah. Too. According to a Twilight wiki page, they got married but got divorced, which <laughs> I don't know, like, why would they get divorced? I need more. How can you get divorced if you imprinted? I don't know. I don't get it. But it's kind of cool because Paul, Alex, and Raz, we have like this affection for him. Mm-hmm. And that's not in the movie. We mm-hmm. don't see him like imprint on anybody. So yeah. it's kind of cool. I think, and that seems like a very appropriate imprinting. You know, they're both similar in age and. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, but Jacob's like pissed because Paul just at his house mm-hmm. pigging out and stuff, and it's annoying. 
and further upsets Jacob because he's forever alone while Bella's on her honeymoon and he's just bitter that mm-hmm. now his, you know, pack members imprinted on his sister, which must be disturbing. Because yeah. he can read Paul's thoughts. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Ew. Ew. He can, like, see memories of him hooking up with his sister yeah that's bad that seems like very disturbing i guess like that's a good reason why the pack separates yeah spoiler (laughs) okay i wrote a note yeah so we're reading you know you start reading this it's different point of view now it's jacob duh and i don't know it's just jacob's inner voice is very casual, mm-hmm. very, very, very casual, and it kind of bothers me, and it kind of reminds me of Brie Tanner's inner voice, but I said that it's good, like, it does sound much different from Bella's, which I think is good on Stephanie Meyer's part, because sometimes I think when people do the point of view switching, they don't really capture different characters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But here, it's, like, obviously not Bella yeah. telling the story, so. Yeah. You know, I actually, I kind of liked... Jacob's voice a little bit or at least Mm -hmm. I liked seeing him in first person more I feel like I understood him better and I grew he grew on me more yeah especially when you get to hear the things that he thinks that he doesn't share yeah I did like it I think in the beginning I was just Mm -hmm. a little freaked out by how casual Mm -hmm. he was speaking (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't have anything in specific but I noticed he always says bada bing bada boom oh yeah (laughs) Maybe something like that. Like, I don't like that. He constantly says bada bing in his thoughts. He's like a middle-aged Italian man. I know. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, what? Uh, Jacob. At first I was like, yeah, this is a nice voice. And then, like, the fourth time he says bada bing, I'm like, okay, we get it, Jacob. I know, I know. Jacob... But he does have some, like, good lines that were, that really hit me. Like, I could feel his pain. He says, I threw myself down on the bed. I was tired, hadn't slept since my last patrol, but I knew I wasn't going to sleep. My head was too crazy. The thoughts bounced around inside my skull like a disoriented swarm of bees. Noisy. Now and then they stung. Must be hornets, not bees. Bees died after one sting, and the same thoughts were stinging me again and again. Mm. I kind of like that. Um, I like that too. Commentary. Jacob. And it's it's very dark. He says, I wondered, would a bullet through my temple actually kill me or just leave a really big mess for me to clean up? Oh, it's, yeah. It's really sad and kind of melodramatic at times, but... Mm-hmm. He's hurting. Mm-hmm. So, there's like a whole thing. Sorry if I'm jumping ahead, but I think he's talking to Quill... Which, if you forgot, guys, Quill imprinted on a girl named Claire, who's like two years old. <laughs> toddler. <laughs> Which means he, love at first sight, was mm-hmm. a toddler. And I, and he's talking about like her birthday party or something. And I just wrote my notes. What the hell do Claire's parents think of Quill? Oh. He went to her birthday party? Surely they don't know about werewolves, since even Emily's mom doesn't know. So like... Yeah, because they mentioned that. Yeah, um, wait, no, they even mentioned that some of their parents don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of their parents don't know about it, and they're not allowed to know about it. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't already know, basically, yeah. You're not so does to know. Quill doesn't explain to Claire's parents obviously no. that so he imprints it on. They her. must be like, why is this yeah. teenage boy at our daughter's birthday party? Like, 
hanging out with our daughter. Like, isn't that weird? Yeah, that's super inappropriate. <laughs> with no explanation. Yeah. I mean, Stephanie writes it as if the parents are cool with it. Like, he's babysitting the girl all yeah. the time. But it's not... How did he not... even approach the family? Just like, hey, can I be your babysitter? <laughs> Very... It's... I honestly hated this whole section. <laughs> I know it's setting up for the future plot to explain yeah. why, to, like, make it normal almost that Jacob mm-hmm. and Prince on Renaissance but just the way Claire is speaking and the way Jacob and Quill are talking about it, it's so disturbing. Oh, yeah. Qu- oh, Claire's like, Quill, all wet now. Yeah. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, oh damn like she's not even speaking you know proper english jacob says you're such a patsy quill shrugged claire had a great time that yeah that's the point yeah and then jacob says to quill would you ever think about dating you know until she gets older so yeah. already it's like <laughs> oh you only have to date until she's full grown and then you're gonna be with her and jacob says i'm sure she wouldn't mind and it's like yep yeah, no shit she wouldn't mind she's two years old she doesn't know what dating is like yeah it's and so weird again that- the whole like could be a brother a friend a, friend, a, a protector. protector but yeah but like you have no, it it's in, always it's lover. always lover it literally <laughs> always is it's always lover i wrote though also in my notebook okay this is really disturbing i don't dispute that but mm-hmm. and it's so effing weird but i almost admi- admire stephanie for uh trying something so weird and so unique and just like putting it out there yeah maybe it doesn't land well but (laughs) i admire her for taking a risk yeah her risk taking (laughs) yeah it's it's probably not easy and (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you think she regrets it (laughs) maybe i don't don't know maybe but yeah i do admire that Mm -hmm. it's weird so when jacob asks would you ever date someone quill says i can't see it i can't imagine i just don't see anyone in that way i don't notice girls anymore you know i don't see their faces which that sounded so sad to me that like he has to basically be a babysitter yeah he enjoys it but like for this girl (laughs) until she's full grown and then also it's like this little girl this little toddler is kind of the one who's like controlling his like libido in a way you know what I mean like that's just disturbing to me it's yeah it's interesting that the wolves get this like happiness Mm -hmm. but without any choice yeah you know it's like they're happy about it but yeah they don't have any control over it yeah Crazy to them. I wrote that I think that Seth is way more feisty in the book than in the movie um, yeah, he is. Jacob in wolf form is thinking about killing the Collins mm-hmm. if Bella's dead. And yeah, because I wrote really good points from Seth. Jacob is just thinking about how he wants to kill the Collins or something. Mm-hmm. And Seth says, so what are you going to do when Bella fights with them, Jacob? Huh? Oh, yeah. And then Jacob says, she's not Bella anymore. And then he says, you're going to be the one to take her down. And Jacob says, I couldn't stop myself from wincing. No, you're not. So what? Um, says Seth. You're going to make one of us do it and then hold a grudge against us forever? I wouldn't. Sure you won't. You're not ready for this fight, Jacob. Like, Seth yeah. seems very mature. Those are the good points mm-hmm. from Seth. Yeah, mm-hmm. whereas in the movie, Seth is more like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's really mature. He understands the Collins. He likes the Collins. He trusts them. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, he sees, like, 
Jacob, you don't really want to fight them. Yeah, he calls people out. Gonna pay for it. Yeah, you do so. Seth's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many little awkward moments with Leah here in the pack. Like Sam, for instance, says, "Are you ready to lose a brother?" He paused. <laughs> or a sister. <laughs> he tacked on as an afterthought. <laughs> brother. Or lover? (laughs) (laughs) Sibling? (laughs) But Sam here seems very wise. He says that they're not going to fight the Collins. And he says, the pack is not attacking the Collins without provocation. The spirit of the treaty remains. They are not a danger to our people, nor are they a danger to the people of Forks. Bella Swan made an informed choice, and we're not going to punish our former allies for her choice. Which is, I think, is very um, mature and, like, shows growth that, like, they're like, yeah. you know, we've worked together before. We're not going to, like, start this shit just for the sake of it. It would be just for the sake mm-hmm. of it. Because yeah. they know the context that mm-hmm. Bella's choosing this. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It would be pointless to attack them. I said that I liked how this chapter ends. I do, too. Where he's hiding his thoughts. From the rest of the pack, he says he's going to go attack alone, which is dumb of him. But he, what, transforms into a human. He said, I'd done it. I'd hidden what I was thinking, and now it was too late for Sam to stop me. He couldn't hear me now. Sam made very clear ruling. The pack would not attack the cones. Okay. He hadn't mentioned an individual attacking alone. Nope, the pack wasn't attacking anyone today. But I was. Okay. (laughs) I like the prose at the end. He says... I think he's still a wolf here. And he Mm -hmm. says, I ran away from them, trying very hard not to think about what was next. Instead, I concentrated on my memories of the long wolf months of letting the humanity bleed out of me until I was more animal than man. Living in the moment, eating when hungry, sleeping when tired, drinking when thirsty, and running. Running just to run. Simple desires, simple answers to those desires. Pain came in easily managed forms. The pain of hunger, the pain of cold ice under your paws. The pain of cutting claws when dinner got feisty. Each pain had a simple answer, a clear action to end the pain. Not like being human. It's really sad, I, but I feel like it kind of connects. That was well written. You, yeah, it's giving me very much New Moon vibes. Mm-hmm. Good job, Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's very well written. Nice. I have to say, like, a lot of these passages, we got some flack last time for saying that this book is weird, and I can't deny it, it's very weird, and some things I really, really don't like, but I have to say the prose in this and just a lot of sentences are very beautiful, I think, yeah. and I can tell that Stephanie just got very deep into it and deep into the mm-hmm. world and um, mm-hmm. connected with her character so much, and I, for that, I think it's really captivating. Yeah. Also, <laughs> this actually has happened in my personal life uh, outside of the podcast where I always say things are weird or crazy. I always say that, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily mean bad. Yeah. I think that for whatever reason in my head, weird means something a little different. It's like, it's out there. It's different. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird, but that doesn't mean like horrible. It doesn't mean yeah. like I hate it. It just means it's. It is it is out there. Yeah. It's really different. I don't think there's any other series that has a story like this. And mm-hmm. to me, I, I said this at the festival when we were talking to like B, um, that Breaking Dawn is so freaky to me. It seems like an 80s movie or something where it's just like, what? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> it's 
I don't know. I don't think it really even fits in the 2000s, but yeah. if it came out a long time ago, I almost think people would accept it more. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's just weird. Like, it's from the 70s. Like, things were weird back then. Yeah, it feels very, <laughs> like, experimental almost. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, like, I not that I agree with it if it was real. Like, I don't mm-hmm. literally want people to be dating or... Pre- planning on dating two-year-olds <laughs> I don't agree with that but I do admire Stephanie for trying something like very different so. yeah yeah and the person was like are you guys even real fans uh yeah we have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i dedicate hours of my life to twilight yeah we traveled like like six hours to forks (laughs) (laughs) we spent like two thousand dollars yeah we are real Uh, Uh, our apartment has multiple framed pictures of twilight yeah (laughs) framed we got command strips okay yeah with the risk that they could fall we are pretty legit twilight fans yeah so (laughs) don't question that had to endure humiliation from strangers workplace anybody we tell about Mm -hmm. having a podcast any of my co-workers who add me on social media they now know and (laughs) yeah we're real fans we're fans don't worry So chapter nine. Chapter um, nine. It's called Sure as Hell Didn't See That One Coming. Mm-hmm. And then after that you're like, what? Yeah. I my <laughs> first note is on page 165, and uh Billy mentions how Paul is eating all the food, or Jacob mentions it. Yeah. And Billy's side have to start hiding the groceries if we're gonna avoid starvation. And my first note is how can they afford groceries? Who is working in this family? Maybe I mean, maybe Billy gets, like, money from disability or something. Oh, maybe. But that's not enough. Yeah. But maybe that's why they would starve. I know. Like, someone needs to work. Yeah. Jacob, get a part-time job. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of them work. Literally, <laughs> none of them. <laughs> none of them will well, someone do wa- anything. Someone corrected us once and said they do work, but they just don't show it. But there's no evidence How to... How are we supposed to know? Yeah. That? At least tell us. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe they do have jobs, mm-hmm. but it was never explained. I know that not everything can be explained or mentioned, but I don't like how so much is like, I don't like when something's like, well, it's in the guide. And it's, <laughs> you know, if it's that important or if it, it's a loophole yeah. or something, I think it should be in the story. Well, that's how I feel about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I don't get why J.K. Rowling didn't just put stuff in the book if mm-hmm. she meant it. Yeah, yeah. Just put it in there. Like, if it's in the guide, okay, I'll kind of accept it as canon. But mm-hmm. if it's not really in the series, then it's not that important. Like, yeah, I think that you were then open to interpret what you want. I totally agree. Totally agree on that. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I don't know. This always happens with teen things. <laughs> like TV shows, they always forget about school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the heck? Where yeah. Just show us at least one scene yeah. of them doing homework. Or, okay. yeah. yeah. Or like Gossip Girl, they all got into Ivy League schools or really good schools. I know. And then... Even though they did nothing. 
you they go for one semester and then yeah. you never see them there again and they don't mention dropping out or anything even, yeah like how did you even i guess they're rich but how did you even get into those schools yeah. when you're drinking like martinis on a tuesday yeah when you're 16 yeah <laughs> yeah and like having all this drama and seemingly no studies yeah. or the oc oh my god so you didn't watch oc right no but the, one of the main characters was depicted as being like a ditz. All she cares about is celebrity gossip, shopping, blah, blah, blah. Rachel? Yeah, Rachel. And then at the end of high school, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm smart. I'm going to Brown. <gasps> like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you didn't show us that the whole time. Yeah. When were you ever studying? I hate that, too. Anyway, tangent. But do the wolves have jobs? That's what we want to know. Mm-hmm. I do, I do like how there's more references to Jacob's mom. There's not a lot, yeah. but I think it gives us more, I guess, sympathy for his character and insight into yeah. why he is the way that he is, maybe. Because you kind of think of him as being just Jacob and Billy. Mm-hmm. You don't really remember that he has his whole family. Yeah, more realistic. Yeah, like he's one of three kids. Mm-hmm. Like Billy says to him, we've only had her home, meaning Rachel, for a few weeks. First time she's been here in a long time. It's hard. The girls were older when... Your mom passed. They have more trouble being in this house. And Jacob mm. just says, I know. But then Jacob, a lot of times you can tell very subtly that his mom's death still affects him. Like there's a part with Esme where he says, I could see a bit of my mom in her. Yeah. There's something it's sad. Yeah, there's mentions to his mom sprinkled in, which I think is important. I feel like that's until now I hadn't really been touched upon enough mm-hmm. that Jacob lost his mom. Like, that's really sad. Yeah. He's had a hard life. Yeah. Now I'm getting sad. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's something I would almost kind of want to know more about, but I don't think it's something that Jacob ever feels comfortable talking about, so we can only really see it in his yeah. perspective. Honestly, like, I'm interested in Jacob. I would like to know more mm-hmm. about him. Yeah. Like, who else has he had a crush on? Mm-hmm. What was he up to before Bella came around? Yeah. I'm curious. Okay, so Jacob goes to the Collins house mm-hmm. to see what's going on. I thought it was funny that he gets there and Carlisle says, it's not really the best time, could we do this later? And Jacob's there to like kill them, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jacob says, I stared at him dumbfounded. Was he asking to postpone the death match for a more convenient time? Like that kind of mm-hmm. actually happens a lot with Jacob as he's like, very serious and there for battle and the Collins just downplay <laughs> it so much. I know. But he reveals here in his narrative that he actually does really like Carlisle and mm-hmm. he's very reluctant to admit that but compared to all the other ones he thinks Carlisle's like a human especially yeah. since Carlisle took care of him and so he really can't criticize him. <laughs> he says I would stay away from Carlisle when the fight started. Mm-hmm. There were enough of them to kill without including him. Mm-hmm. Like he really Respects it. Has a crush on him. He would spare Carlisle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says the doctor. He doesn't say the bloodsucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Carlisle too. Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Jacob likes Carlisle. Yeah. Like for all his rage, he can't feel that towards Carlisle. Yeah. 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 There could there be some romance. <laughs> We were saying we were saying yesterday that Jacob has chemistry with a lot of different people. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. 
We'll get to it. Yeah, but Carlisle being one of them. <laughs> so he gets there, and so the story that people have heard is that Bella is sick, and yeah. that's what Charlie's been told. Yeah. And no one believes that. They think she's either dead or she's a vampire. So Jacob gets there, and to his surprise, Bella's sitting on the couch, and she is still human, and she's still sick. And so it's almost like this kind of vindicated moment for me. I'm like, yeah, Jacob, like, you're, you were wrong. But actually, like, there is something that he can be pissed about. Yeah. But I thought it was so gross. He gets there, and he says, there's no fear as Bella glanced up for her now. Her expression was apologetic or something. Then Rosalie snatched a basin from the floor and held it under Bella's chin just in time for Bella to throw up noisily into it. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> It's life. Mm-hmm. Edward fell to his knees by Bella's side, his yeah. eyes all tortured looking, and Rosalie held out her hand, warning him to keep back. Yeah, and at this point, he doesn't oh, know Edward. that she's pregnant. But yeah. then Bella stands up, and he sees the bump, and he puts it all together, and then he's pissed. And then he's pissed. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Oh, my God. <laughs> he says, I didn't want to imagine him inside her. <laughs> I didn't want to know that something I, I hated it. so much had taken root in the body I loved. My stomach heaved. I had to swallow <laughs> back vomit. So pregnant. So sick. <laughs> because whatever was inside her was taking her life to feed its end. Because it was a monster just like its father. Whoa. Oh, I thought that was funny. This is what I underlined. Rosalie pulled Bella off the couch. Edward stayed where he was. Sagging forward till his face was buried in the cushion. Oh, I feel so <laughs> he just flops forward. Oh. His face is in the cushions. <laughs> I love Edward. Oh, he's so quirky. Sad. Yeah, he's quirky. But I don't really think that's like that's not even funny. Well, I, okay, I know it's not that. I know it's not funny. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad and quirky. Mm-hmm. If that can be possible, I hate. I don't know all the descriptions. I hate that she's really pregnant, but also super skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. You know, it makes me sad because I wish Bella could have had a normal pregnancy, you know, where she's pregnant in a healthy way, mm-hmm. and her and Edward could take pictures. Yeah, and it could be, you know, normal <laughs> pregnancy and cute. photos. Yeah, like, that'd be so nice for them. I just, it makes me sad that they couldn't have a nice. It was, pregnancy. yeah, it was so plagued by. Yeah. anxiety and mm-hmm. like death death yeah. <laughs> it always feels surreal to me like do you feel this way i never get used to the idea of bella being pregnant until it's like over yeah like, I, I don't know it just me doesn't too. maybe it's because i never get to have those nice moments it just doesn't feel like you would expect it to yeah i don't know that makes sense it doesn't feel like a baby's coming. Especially in Jacob's point of view. It's like, yeah. two days till she dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like two days until the delivery yeah. of my future wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another moment where I think it's funny how they downplay Jacob's feelings. <laughs> Edward says, I'm not ready for you to kill me yet, Jacob Black. He whispered as he paced quick, quickly away from the house. You have to have a little patience. Like I cared about his schedule at grow." I growled under my breath. Patience, patience isn't my specialty. I just thought that was funny. Like, Edward's just calling the shots. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So true. But he's looking at Edward here, and I think we talked about this maybe in our Team Jacob episode. Mm-hmm. There's a moment of growth where... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's looking at how much pain Edward is in, and he says, For a second, I was just a kid. A kid who had lived 
all of his life in the same tiny town, just a kid, because I knew I would have have to live a lot more, suffer a lot more to ever understand the searing agony in Edward's eyes. Like, he really does sympathize with him, even if he's not willing to admit that yet. That's and true. I think it's sweet. And later he says, he'd had time to get to this point. It was different because I'd already lost her so many times, so many times in my head. And different because she was never really mine to lose. Which, before it feels like he doesn't really understand that, but he really does. Mm-hmm. Edward did think she was dead before. Yeah. Whatever. And Edward falls to his knees again. It's really sad. Fall on <laughs> your knees. <laughs> and he Is that a Catholic song? The angels voice. Oh, it's a Christmas song, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, Edward wants to kill Rosalie. Like, <laughs> legitimately kill her. Like, Edward, Jacob's like, why can't we take Rosalie out, basically? And um, he says, so take the blonde out first. Your kind can be put back together, right? Turn her into a jigsaw and take care of Bella. <laughs> and then Edward says, Emmett and Esme are backing her up. Emmett would never let us. And Carlyle won't help me with Oh, my God. Help me with Esme against it. He trailed off. His voice disappearing. It's he like, would. He thought about it. Yeah, he's like giving the rationale why he wouldn't. And ba- is he basically also saying here that Carlisle would do it if Esme wasn't against it? Kind of. He said, yeah, Emmett would never let us. And Carlisle won't help me with Esme against it. So it's Esme the one who won't back it up yeah it says emma so and esme are backing her well carlisle effing loves edward so i think mm-hmm. he would actually terrify yeah rosalie yeah he only ma- created rosalie for edward's yeah, sake he's like, oh fuck this doesn't even work out like it's just yeah. a waste of time <laughs> yeah. just kidding so it seems like only emma and esme are on rosalie's side but then alice and jasper you think they're on edward's side and Ed, yeah, yeah I so think, I think they are. Yeah. Al, I think Alice is on Edward's side at least. Mm-hmm. Alice doesn't care about the Caesar. Yeah. But Esme has Carlisle whipped, so Carlisle yeah. would never. Um, Esme is not over her. Remember. <laughs> her. I'm sorry, this is nothing to laugh about. I shouldn't have laughed about it, but her child that she lost. <laughs> it's only funny because. <laughs> it's only funny because during the baseball scene she's so weirdly is like did you know i lost a child <laughs> poor thing like it, just, it didn't fit at all it's not funny but it's, not, it's, it's awkward tragedy, but yeah. yeah the fact that she just brought it up casually. It's, it's not well written in that part no <laughs> that's the only reason i'm laughing and now i'm laughing because i'm not supposed to <laughs> uh, yeah so everyone has their own complicated relation to this Probably I Jasper's not even here. I don't Jasper's, even... Jasper's, yeah. Like, outside smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Just seen, kidding. I haven't even seen him in this story at all. Yeah, he has Jasper been in Breaking Dawn. I haven't seen <laughs> in the wedding. The bachelor party thing. Yeah. yeah. But besides that, like, he's not here in the room when they're all just sitting here. More Jasper. Please. I think it's cute, Edward says. If it's a child... Well, oh. so basically, Edward takes Jacob outside and says... This oh, crazy yeah, yeah. plan of, like, if she wants a baby, she can have it. Like, yeah. she can have it with you. Like, he's, like, begging Jacob, please convince her to have a baby with you, which is so disturbing and awkward Something. and cringy and horrible. I mean, I think it's kind of cool of Edward. 
it's cool yeah it's it shows that he really selflessly loves bella so much mm-hmm. that he would just do anything for her mm-hmm. but it is weird yeah but so he says if it's if it's a child she wants she can have it she can have a dozen babies anything she wants he paused her one beat. She can have puppies if that's what it takes. I thought, oh, that'd be so cute if Ellen Edward had just like a million puppies. Aww. <laughs> Would Edward want to drink their blood? Um, not if Bella didn't want him to. <laughs> like at this point, I yeah, don't he think. Can refrain yeah, at this thing, I think. At this point, I think he's so controlled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is crazy. It's one of the mm-hmm. wildest things about this book. I think is that Edward basically tells Jacob, like, yeah, you can have sex with Bella. Yeah. And have a kid with her. That'd so, be so complicated. Oh, yeah. Because Jacob would be the dad, and, have, yeah. Like, custody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. And it could be a wolf, and, <laughs> like, Edward's a stepdad, but, yeah, it's too complicated. That would be really complicated. Yeah. I mean, it's still really complicated the way it is now. Yeah. But um, I thought something that was also interesting is Edward says to Jacob, you have to make her see reason, Jacob. She won't listen to me anymore. Rosalie's always there feeding her insanity, encouraging her, protecting her. No, protecting it. Bella's life means nothing to her. And I think that's interesting because Edward can actually read Rosalie's thoughts. So he knows you know, Rosalie deep down. That's true. So he knows that Rosalie actually does not care about Bella's life and it's only about... I didn't really consider that. Yeah, it's only about the baby's life. Like, I feel like a lot of people think of this moment as Rosalie's redemption, mm-hmm. but she really does not still care about what Bella wants. I gotta say, I'm not trying to throw shade to anybody, but on the internet, in the fandom, you could say, especially on Tumblr... People love Rosalie and are always talking about how, like, she was how done fierce she is, yeah. and, like, she's a great character, and it's not fair that she's just the, quote, bitch character, which, like, I don't really know what we're supposed to make of that. Like, is an author supposed to make every character likable? I mm-hmm. don't think so, but, like, I don't know. I don't think we have any evidence that Rosalie actually is a good person. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> Because this seems very selfish. I don't. I think that she'd almost prefer for Bella to die so she can be like the mother of this child. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that she cares if Bella I lives mean, or dies. When Bella, jumping ahead after the baby's born, she kind of just runs off with Renee's name. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't really care what's going on with Bella mm-hmm. in the other room. So, I and mean, I guess someone has to watch Renee's name. But yeah, I mean, yeah. And Edward knows for like for sure that yeah. Rosalie Edward doesn't care. Everything. Mm-hmm. He would know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Carlisle is okay with the idea of getting her. Yeah. Because he trusts Edward and knows that Edward knows her soul. Yeah. Hmm. Why is Emmett put up with Rosalie just for, like, sex? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of speaks to Emmett's character. But, I mean... Oh, babe, it's just a game. <laughs> My monkey man. But... <laughs> Emmett doesn't really know what's in Rosalie's head all true, the time. True, true, And I don't think that Edward's the type of person to, like, rat her out yeah, to people, no. but... I like that about Edward. He, he keeps things to himself, usually. Yeah. Sometimes too much. Remember mm-hmm. that whole thing about him knowing that the Volturi knew about yeah. Victoria? Yeah, yeah. For some reason doesn't tell anybody <laughs> yeah. that. It's like, why? I think He's... that was inconsistency, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, um... 
No, so I, I want to know what you guys think about Rosalie here. Do you think that she's acting in Bella's best interest or do you think that she's being selfish? I think it's almost a little bit damaging. I mean, Leah later explains it as well, but like you can understand that maternal instinct to want to protect your child even if it comes mm-hmm. at the cost of your own life. Yeah. But I think that it's not Rosalie's place to... It's not her life. No, it's not her life. I don't yeah. think it's... Rosalie's place to egg Bella on to do that. I think it's great of, like, Bella needed someone. This is what Bella wants. It's Bella's choice. And so she reached out to someone to support her and Mm -hmm. be there for her. And that's really nice of Rosalie to support Bella. But she's taking it, like, further than that. It's not really just supporting Bella. It's, It's like, convincing Bella, I feel. Yeah. Like, I feel like she needs someone who's supportive of her but not influencing her yeah someone who's being realistic mm-hmm. you know complicated but basically i was thinking rosalie's not great <laughs> no also the i miss this whole thing i think it's crazy that jacob uh, edward is like jacob you could have a child with her and we have to just remind ourselves that jacob is like 17 years old yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah is he ready for that <laughs> no now still in high school i don't yeah. know <laughs> oh my god i know i keep thinking jacob's like my age which i'm 24 but <laughs> again in teen stories i feel like they always seem way older than they are so true edward totally seems 30 mm-hmm. yeah well he's 100 true is that the end of that chapter yeah that's pretty much all i had chapter 10 it's called why didn't i just walk away Oh, right. Because I'm an idiot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's interesting. These are just opening lines. I felt like, like, I don't know what. Like, this wasn't real. Like, I was in some goth version of a bad sitcom. I like that. Yeah. I wonder also, though, why goth is capitalized. I don't know. I don't know. I thought about that, too. <laughs> Do you think that's a typo? Yeah. Maybe goth, like, the goth family on the the sims (laughs) bella goth yeah bella goth that is her name on the sims you guys know mortimer goth yeah bella goth yeah every version of alexander goth yeah (laughs) maybe yeah maybe (laughs) that's weird um, I like how he's like positive. I say like quite a bit. What do you mean like positive? Oh. <laughs> Says the word like. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like this one. <laughs> like, yeah, he says like so many times. Oh my God. Please don't hate us for saying like. I think that saying like is not as annoying as people think it is. Not as annoying as people think. What if someone does think it is? Well, I feel it's not as annoying, oh. I guess. You personally. I personally okay. am not offended by it, but I know Sometimes other people are. Sometimes I think it can be a bit much, but mm-hmm. I also think, I don't know. I think every language has things like that, so mm-hmm. it happens. I, I underlined the sentence when I wrote weird. I don't remember why I thought it was weird, so I'm just going to read it aloud. Okay. Instead of being the AV dweeb about to ask the head cheerleader to the prom, I was the finished second place werewolf. I don't know what finished means. About to ask the vampire's <laughs> wife to shack up and procreate. Maybe like finished, like he's... Oh, dead or something. Dead, yeah. Jacob has made some comments. It's on page 188. Mm-hmm. 
Bella is very sick, and he's just like making comments about how she looks gross. I thought that was kind of mean. <laughs> it is mean. <laughs> says that in the movie too. He's like, "You look like hell." Yeah, she says, "I know, I'm scary looking," and he says, "Thing from the swamp, scary." Like, okay, she's very vulnerable right now. No. We don't need to tell her how ugly she is, too. And then of course, Bella. She laughed. It's so good having you here. <laughs> That's her response to him saying that's. Thing from the swamp, scary. I'd be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> I'd be very upset. Yeah, I'd be like, do you know what I'm going through? And what time to look pretty? <laughs> I hate it when someone says like, oh, you look tired. Or, oh, that's the you worst. Look sick. That's but the worst thing someone can say to you. <laughs> every time I don't wear makeup, someone says, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I uh, yeah, this is my face. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Bella says, did you know that I told you so as a brother, Jacob? Oh, yeah. His name is Shut the Fuck Up. And then... Shut the... Oh, shut the... <laughs> there are no F words. <laughs> yeah. And then Jacob says, good one. And then she grinned. Her skin stretched tight over the bone, over the bones. I can't take credit. I got off a rerun of The Simpsons, which is funny because I feel like there's no references to pop culture. I know. So. Bella watches The Simpsons? Doesn't seem... What? Yeah. Maybe with Charlie? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they were sitting around watching TV a lot. True, true, true. And Bella doesn't have many mm-hmm. hobbies, as we know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I liked the line when, because Jacob's saying, like, Bella, you got to stop this. Like, you're dying. You're going to die. And he says, you've been trying to keep up with the supernatural for too long. No normal person can do it. You're not strong enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess I just like that they call out supernatural for some reason and it's kind of true mm-hmm. i guess it's sort of cool you could say badass that she actually is strong enough mm-hmm. i'm doing like a big shrug face right now <laughs> but <laughs> yeah because everyone's so sure she's not going to survive it when you yeah. were reading this for the first time mel did you think she was actually going to die no i don't think so yeah <laughs> I think I knew she would survive. So, and especially rereading it, yeah, it feels a little bit silly to have all this will she, won't she, because you know you're gonna see Bella as a vampire, and also we know that vampire venom is very strong, and it saved all these other vampires. So, to be fair, yeah, it's it's not too scary, but I think it's more just maybe the how dragged out it is. I did want to touch upon, so we always make fun of the line in the movie where he says, what was the point? You loving him, me loving you. And we're like, well, you could apply that to anyone because, you know, if you die, like, what was the point of all of this? Yeah. And I don't know, for some reason, I feel like that line made more sense in the book. What page is it on? 189. He says... Do you really think that just because it might someday imprint on some stranger it would make this right? I jabbed a finger toward her swollen body. Tell me what the point was then, Bella. What was the point of me loving you? What was the point of you loving him? When you die, the words were a snarl. How is that ever right again? What's the point to all the pain? Mine, yours, his. You'd kill him too. Not that I care about that. She flinched, but I kept going. So what was the point of your twisted love story in the end? If there's any sense, please show me Bella because I don't see it. So I feel like, I don't know, maybe there's just like more lines in this mm-hmm. part, but it's it's like, you know, we just went through all of this and then you're just going to die. Mm-hmm. Whereas it feels more immediate, but like I feel like in the movie it just seems silly of like, mm-hmm. 
I think like he has every right to feel that way and that's how life feels sometimes what was the point mm-hmm. but that is also how life is yeah you know mm-hmm. that's just how it is like when somebody dies you're always in the middle of something so it's really sad mm-hmm. so it's a real feeling he's having here and that he's grappling with like why is this happening but I think it's more things that, don't get wrapped up in a bow mm-hmm. before someone dies I think it's so. more that she's choosing to risk her life for this mm-hmm. And saying, yeah. like, you know, yeah. you just chose Edward, and now mm-hmm. you're going to die, and it doesn't seem like mm-hmm. it was towards any future. I think to her, though, like, ultimately, mm-hmm. this is more important yeah. than Edward and Jacob. So Sadly. Yeah, and especially more than Jacob. I mean, that's not her husband, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, he doesn't really have a say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I know. Like, it is sucky. Mm-hmm. And I, I like... I relate to his struggle here. Oh, he like tries to subtly bring up Edward's idea of him having a baby mm-hmm. with Bella. It's super awkward. <laughs> it is. He says on page 194, what if this wasn't a one-shot deal? What if it wasn't all or nothing? What if you listened to Carlisle, Carlisle like a good girl and kept <laughs> yourself alive? I circled good girl and was like, ew, I hate that. <laughs> good girl. Ooh. Oh my god, my friend who runs the because that line reminded me of him. Mm-hmm. My friend who runs the Twilight um social medias, he texted me and said, What's the most iconic Twilight song? Um, and he asked me between Flightless Bird, Thousand Years, and then Possibility. Mm-hmm. And I picked Flightless Bird and then he put it in a tweet for the Twilight Twitter handle. Cool. So if you guys saw that tweet that was me. Flightless <laughs> 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 bird. Maybe I'll listen to that tonight and just lie there. Yeah, I do all the time. And she says, I don't understand. What do you mean, try again? You can't think Edward would let me. And what difference mm-hmm. would it make? I'm sure any baby. Yes, I snapped. Any kid of his would be the same. Her tired face just got more confused. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, he's like very slowly trying to say you could have a baby with yeah. someone else if you want to be a mom. To be honest, I don't really like her reaction to it. She says on page 195, oh, oh, please, Jacob, you think I should kill my baby and replace it with some genetic, generic substitute, artificial insemination? She's mad now. Why would I want to have some stranger's baby as opposed to just to make a difference? Any baby will do. Which, I don't like that she says artificial insemination. (laughs) I was born through IVF. (laughs) And I think that's a really offensive way to say that. (laughs) Yeah, well, we know that, like, all she cares about. I mean, she loves Edward so much that that's why she's going through all this. She just wants to have Edward's kid. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I didn't mean that. Not a stranger. (laughs) (laughs) So awkward. And she's leaned forward. Then what are you saying? Nothing. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> Same as ever. Where did that come from? Forget it, Bella. Did he tell you to say that? And she realizes it, figures it out, and says, he would do anything for me, and I'm hurting him so much. Edward is a lot sweeter and sad in the book, whereas in the movie, he's like, you've given me no choice, yeah. you know? <laughs> Even though it's hot. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but he's more just desperate. You've given me no choice. <laughs> And on 196, Jacob says, she knew what I was offering and she wasn't going to think twice about it. 
I'd known that she wouldn't, but it still stung. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a crazy proposition, but he still rejected. Mm-hmm. So that's hurt a little bit. <laughs> rejected. Yeah. <laughs> She's not going to have sex with you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> She'd rather die. <laughs> it's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. She'd rather die. <laughs> Uh, I bracketed on page 197. He says, I almost went back. I almost turned around and fell down on my knees and started begging again. But I knew that I had to quit Bella, quit her cold turkey before she killed me like she was going to kill him. Sad. But so some shows some growth on Jacob's part. Yeah. Finally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a hard situation for someone to say this is it yeah yeah like mm-hmm. selena and justin <laughs> Haley uh baldwin have you heard a new song no yeah it's all kind of like once she got with Haley, it was like you know what i'm done i'm turning around i'm yeah i'm not i'm done with this or like wendy well, they're married yeah they're married so she was like you know what this is over or like wendy williams her husband had a baby with someone else and so she was like this is the final straw. Well, like, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But sometimes yeah. you need something awful like that or something so devastating to be like, never yeah, again. Jacob Just walk that. away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like Jacob's Haley Baldwin. Haley Bieber. Haley Bieber, yeah. And she goes by that now. Yeah. In all the magazines. So I wrote here in my notes. The wolves want to kill Bella. Leah says she's dying anyway, and Jake attacks her. Mmm, tension. It's in the movie as well. In my least favorite scene in the whole series. <laughs> They're all talking in their heads. Mm. Jacob, Jake. Eight voices chorus. Protect the tribe. Protect our families. <laughs> we have to kill it before it's too late. There's one part where it's just exclamation points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's like that Billy Eilish track. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is grown swiftly. No time to waste. Not safe, not right, dangerous. We're ready. Unnatural, monstrous, an abomination. <laughs> I hate that part. How could this be? What does it mean? What will it be? It's we can't allow it. <laughs> it's way better in the books. I mean, yeah. in a book, it's much more natural to read different people's thoughts. Oh, gosh. It doesn't work in a movie. No. No. It does not work at all. Do you remember, actually, you know what? I'm going to stick up for this a little bit. That a wicked long time ago on Stephanie Meyer's website, I remember she had a Q&A about Breaking Dawn and people were asking, like, will they ever make a movie about Breaking Dawn? And she said, I honestly don't think it could be made into a movie. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't really make sense. They did make a movie, but I admire that she, I've said admire so many times, that mm-hmm. she admitted that. Like, I don't know if they yeah. should make a movie. Yeah. She knew. Mm-hmm. But then she ended up what co-producing it yeah (laughs) but yeah i kind of agree i mean some things don't translate yeah please don't think of that yeah you did the best you could i'm sure yeah but he is listening (laughs) (laughs) but it is hard material to translate into screen Mm -hmm. it's really difficult yeah this scene in particular with all the wolves it should have been readapted it should have just been when they were human Mm. they could have shown i know this is jumping ahead because we're probably going to talk about the movie eventually but they could have just had jacob running and he's thinking all these things then he phases into human and then meets up with all the rest of them and they already heard it and so they talk about yeah it. and then he maybe yeah. phases again and then 
Yeah. Maybe we see them just like looking at each other, but we don't hear their thoughts. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. Can't go back. <laughs> oh, I wrote, Jacob thinks it would be murder to kill Carlisle. Yeah. Carlisle Cullen. Looking at him without the hate clouding my eyes, I couldn't deny that killing him was murder. He was good. Good as any human we protected. Maybe better. The others, too, I suppose, but I didn't feel as strongly about them. I only... I didn't know them well. It was Carlisle mm-hmm. who would hate fighting back, even to save his own life. That's why we would be able to kill him, because he wouldn't want us, his enemies, to die. Yeah. This was wrong. I really like that part. <laughs> I oh my god! <laughs> I love Jacob's well, respect for Carlisle. It kind of shows that Jacob doesn't really have any animosity towards the Collins. Yeah. But it's kind of all fueled by his jealousy towards Edward. And that only if he just got to know them all a little bit more, he would really respect them. Like, oh, Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle, the reason he likes him is because Carlisle took care of him, so he spent yeah. that time with him. Yeah. And I think he'd feel the same about all of them, except maybe not Blondie, but... <laughs> Blondie. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. They would be hot together, honestly. <laughs> Sam is saying that this thing, the fetus, is too dangerous and they have to kill it tonight. And um, that's too much for Jacob to handle because <laughs> they'd have to kill Bill to kill the, th- the thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it's funny. Leah says that thing. She's dying anyway. And then. She's dying anyway! Jacob says, That did it. I leaped away from Seth toward his sister with my teeth barred. I was about to catch her left hind leg when I felt Sam's teeth cut into my flank dragging me back so here we have Sam protecting Leah which I don't I don't know if that really means anything or if he's just trying to put everything in order for Mm. the pack but I I I do wonder like you know Sam and Leah were really in love and he imprinted on Emily but like does the real part of him like the human part of him before he was a member of the pack still love Leah in the same way you know maybe yeah I mean, he still probably cares about her a lot. Yeah. Like, in the same way, like, Jacob still cares about Bella after mm-hmm. he imprints, but. I love Leah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's one of my favorite characters. hmm <laughs> For sure. I think it's pretty brash of Sam to say that he's going to attack. I know. The Collins tonight. It's almost silly. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it could be one of those mortal child things mm-hmm. that's dangerous but they don't the whole town but they don't know that yet it's a baby yeah chill also what would they tell charlie like i wonder if they would kill all the collins kill <laughs> bella and then blame it on the collins like Maybe. would they take responsibility for that probably not know. would they just make up a lie like oh they left town yeah i wonder could you do that i don't know i hope their dna would be on the scene <laughs> <laughs> DNA. I mean, they're probably going to get slobber everywhere. Ew. <laughs> so this ends with him what? He says, I wasn't born to follow you or whatever it is he says. Oh, wait. Actually, no. It doesn't end like that. It says, it ends with no member of the pack could refuse the alpha. So um, what, as of now, he's still He's still obeying it's, Sam. Yeah, this is how the chapter ends. But then the beginning of the next chapter, he leaves the pack. Spoiler now, spoiler. In the next chapter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> chapter 11 is the two things at the very top of my things I never want to do list. Mm-hmm. Very casual. Yeah, so basically here's when he leaves the pack. 
Sam's moving them into formation. He says that he heard it right away, heard the voice that I made in the sound of the alpha voice in my thoughts, which is, I was wondering what the alpha voice is. Is it just like the, I was made to follow you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and his brothers are kind of like urging him not to resist, like, and Bree says, Jake, keep your head in the game. Mm-hmm. There's no point fighting it. Yeah. But he really thinks it's wrong to attack them. Yeah, he says, uh, comments, I mean. yeah, he says, you would, you would choose your enemies over your family. And Jacob says, they aren't, I shake my head, clearing it. They aren't our enemies. They never have been. Until I really thought about destroying them, thought it through, I didn't see that. Which, again, growth on Jacob's part. I got her <laughs> applaud him, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote that too in my notes. Mm. Character growth, da da da. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it took Bella dying for him to see that, but he, I like how he says, till I really thought it through. So you can sh- tell before he had these, this prejudice that was based off just like pure, like he just wanted jealousy. to, yeah, pretty jealousy. He just wanted to um, not like them and didn't want to challenge that thought. Totally butt sucker. Yeah. <laughs> As we heard throughout Eclipse. And had to endure. But yeah, then he finally mm-hmm. stands up to Sam and says, Ephraim, black son, was not born to follow Levi Yulis. Wait, is it Ephraim? How do you say that? I don't know. <laughs> Ephraim? Ephraim's black son. But he's not the son. Isn't Billy the son? He's the yeah. grandson, right? Yeah. The type of? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just meant that his dad wasn't meant to follow Sam's dad. Yeah, I don't know. Ephraim, okay. Ephraim's. I stared into his spirit that Ephraim Black son was not born to follow Levi Yulis. So? Well, I was wondering what makes Jacob's grandfather the alpha? I don't know. Must go back a long time. Maybe he was. Maybe he's related to Taha Aki or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't think they've explained it, did they? Maybe no. they did. But he must be somehow the first or something i don't love that like i mean i guess that's just the way it is in their tribe but you know just because it's blood i don't know if that makes jacob per se a better leader yeah whatever no yeah i don't like how it's just automatic i also don't understand how if there is an alpha how you can just be like "Mm, sorry i'm out i don't want to be alpha (laughs) like i don't really get how it's optional or a lot of things, even though they're a pack, they're not very united. Yeah. Like, they still have a lot of, which I guess is good. It's not too culty, but, like, <laughs> they still disagree with each other and yet follow anyway. Yeah, it's, it is a little <laughs> culty. Or, like, how they should talk Leah. But, like, you know, she's yeah. a member of your pack. Know. You know, you would think that there would be more loyalty there. I know. When, so Jacob separates here, basically just, like, runs away, mm-hmm. but... When Leah and Sam join Jacob's pack, they kind of act like that's all they can do, and like they are almost meant to be subordinate or something. You know yeah, what I mean? like it's they weird. They have to have some leader. Yeah. And, and but and, that's it. and yeah. that Jacob would be better than Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. It's like what makes them subordinate. Not weird in a horrible way. Not yeah. weird in a bad way. Yeah, just, just interesting. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta clarify. Yeah. 
<laughs> don't at us. I like weird stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. one of my favorite bands is MGMT. Watch their music videos, they're weird. But I like it. <laughs> I like weird stuff. Oh, I like this. So, well, this might be jumping ahead, but like Seth joins him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know where this is, but Seth suggests thinking we come in peace to Edward. Yeah, yeah, I like that part. He says, maybe we should be thinking, it's on page 215, maybe we should be thinking something like, we come in peace. Like they're aliens. Yeah, and then Ed, uh, Jacob says, go for it in his head, and then <laughs> Seth thinks, Edward? Call the name tentatively. Edward, you there? Okay, now I feel kind of stupid, he said. <laughs> we come in peace. <laughs> Edward? Edward? We come in peace, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Love it. Um, they get to the house, and Bella's hooked up to an IV now in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look good. No. Okay, I'm skipping ahead, I think. But on That's page okay, if nothing more. 220, it seems like Jacob thinks about Edward asking him to knock up Bella. Yeah. And then Seth starts howling in response. And then that scares the Collins because they think that the um, Sam's pack is coming. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened? I was very confused by this whole section. Let's take a look. But so because of that, Emmett says that all the Collins get scared and, and Jacob's like, no, stop, you're, you're going to trick them. And um, Emmett says, nice to have toddlers guarding the fort, which I thought was really mean of Emmett. That is mean. Wait, wait, wait. Especially since Seth respects them so much. Let me read this for a second. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think he's howling because Jacob agreed to kill Edward if Bella died. Oh, okay, okay, And Seth loves Edward. Yeah. Which is so cute. Yeah, he's adorable. Man crush on Edward. I think that's why he's howling. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because he's like, no! Yeah, and then Jacob goes, shut up, shut up, shut up, you idiot. (laughs) All right, shut up, shut up, you idiot. Yeah, they're going to think the pack is coming. Oops. <laughs> Cut off mid-howl. A cutie. Yeah, cute. Oh, cutie pie. And then Edward says, it was a false alarm. And then that's when Emma is like, nice to have toddlers guarding the fort. <laughs> Which I thought was, yeah, just not nice. Carlisle, of course. They've done a great service tonight, Emmett. <laughs> a great personal sacrifice. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm just jealous. Wish I was out there. Emmett says. Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett just wants to, like, punch things. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <In> my notes. <laughs> Emmett, dumb. <laughs> beefy. Kellen um, Lutz is apparently a very nice person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's all I have for chapter 11. Yeah, it just kind of ends with, you know, Bella's not doing well at all. Yeah. Now Jake and Seth are protecting them outside. And here we go to chapter 12. It's called, Some People Just Don't Grasp the Concept of Unwelcome. Leah joins the pack. Yes. <laughs> I think that's what he means. Yeah. By unwelcome. Um, and I love this part. Spoiler, I ship Jacob and Leah so much. I feel like it's building. Oh, it so much here. I don't know. Like, does anyone not feel it? Like, I, I feel as though it's building and building, and you were supposed to ship this. It does. Mm-hmm. I was wondering why Seth is so against Leah joining the pack. He's yeah. like, oh man, go away, Leah. 
Is it just because it's like, oh, my sister? Yeah. Is that the only reason? Well, I feel like he thinks it's because the only reason Leo's joining is to look out after him, and he feels a little bit embarrassed, like he's a little boy. I see. I feel like the pack in general should have some more sympathy for her. I feel like if you were truly in somebody else's mind, you would know them more know. on an empathetic level. It's weird how they just judge Leah for her thoughts. I, know. I guess they keep telling us, like, oh, because she just makes our life a living hell. Or yeah, but doesn't Jacob? Jacob feels kind of very similar about things. There's definitely a little sexism going on. Yeah, completely. I, but, okay, at the bottom of 225... Yeah, I I was like, why aren't Jacob and Leah a thing? Like, she's being flirty. She's like, like, you could catch me. Want to race, oh, fearless leader? Like, mm-hmm. it's so flirty. Yeah. Ah! I mean, that's just the start. That's just the start, people. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, and he says, like, she's, well, Leah says, my choices are limited. I'm wondering... I'm working with the options I've got. Trust me, I'm not enjoying this any more than you are. And then he says that wasn't true. There was an edgy kind of excitement in her mind. She was unhappy about this, but she was also riding some weird high. I searched her mind trying to understand. So it's like funny that like she'd be like, I don't like this. I don't like being your subordinate. Yeah. But he knows that that's not really true and that she's hiding something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really actually enjoyed this chapter and the whole dynamic mm-hmm. of... Jake and Leah and Seth mm-hmm. and all of their thoughts going back and forth is cool. Yeah, this is kind of skipping ahead. You know, they're running around, blah, blah, blah. Jacob's back at the house mm-hmm. and Jacob has a thought about how, oh, the baby probably just wants to drink blood or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Edward's like, Jacob just had an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And they think finally, like, oh, maybe Bella should drink blood. Which is sick and gross, but I don't get why they didn't think of that before. Yeah, it seems pretty. Reminds me of the whole Victoria thing. Yeah, so, especially since think of I feel like they should be really <laughs> quick witted. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they're supposed to think way ahead of humans, mm-hmm. as if time slowed down. So I don't get that, but also, okay, this is crazy to me. Sorry if this is really skipping ahead, but. You know, they're realizing, like, oh, the baby might be thirsty. And they're kind of talking about it, and then they approach the subject of Bella. Okay, so Bella says, so who's going to catch me a grizzly bear? Mm-hmm. Carlisle and Edward exchanged a quick glance. Rosalie stopped tapping. What? Bella asked. It'll be a more effective test if we don't cut corners, Bella, Carlisle said. If the fetus is craving blood, Edward explained, it's not craving animal blood. Oh, it won't make so a difference gross. to you, Bella. Don't think about it. Rosalie encouraged. Bella's eyes widened. Who? She breathed. Her gaze flickered to me. (laughs) It's like, Bella's actually considering... Killing Jacob. Killing... Maybe Jacob, but at least killing somebody. Yeah. While she's still human. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'll drink somebody's blood. Yeah, she's very... Like, she doesn't... I don't think she knows at this point that they have, like, bags of blood. Yeah, like, donated blood. Then a few paragraphs down, Rosalie says, we have bag... We have blood on hand. Mm -hmm. They have O negative, which I think is the most rare (laughs) type of blood. (laughs) What type of blood blood is Bella that she needs O negative? I don't know. Yeah. Or is O negative, is that the universal donor so they can donate to anybody? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. So that kind of makes sense. But But it's the most rare kind, yeah. That's funny. Like, this reminds me of Bella before just, you know, not having much regard for humanity. She's, like, already okay with the idea, like, 
killing oh people. Oh God, okay. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm going to kill somebody here. Yeah. <laughs> Chill, Bella, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, who? Mm, the fact that she said who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looked at Jacob. Yeah. Like, what? Maybe not kill, but what was she going to do? Like, bite Jacob's arm? Or maybe she looked at Jacob because she was embarrassed that this is a conversation they were having in front of him. Well, he says right after that, I'm not here as a donor, Belle. Else. Oh. Besides, it's human blood that, that things after. I don't think mine applies. So, I don't yeah. know. At least he read it that way. Yeah. I read it that way. I too. wonder if Bella could have ever donated her blood to Edward beforehand. Because Carlisle has all the resources. Like, yeah. Carlisle could have just, like, hooked her up to, like, a needle and he then, could like. just have, like, a field day with it. Yeah. Just been like, here's your birthday gift. <laughs> he's like yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool. she puts it in a nice little bottle go crazy <laughs> <laughs> okay so it ends with her agreeing to oh wait blood. i wanted to say oh. one thing what well, i, I kind of think they touch upon this later but we have this whole thing about how carlotta wants to test the chromosomes oh yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. the fetus and how he says that he secretly tested Car- uh jacob's chromosomes mm-hmm. when he was treating him and i thought that like okay here we are setting up why Jacob imprints on Renesme very subtly by saying like they have the same chromosomes. Yeah. And so like that's why he imprints or like ex- explains it because like you imprint on the person that you mate with and so like it's almost like a flaw in the system that like they both have the same chromosomes so like I don't know something yeah. like that like they'd make a strong. Does that mean that they can have kids? It must, because that's why you imprint, is to have the best chance of... And if they have the same chromosomes, they can probably have kids. Yeah, probably. I don't really get it, because I'm guessing Edward has more than Bella, but... Yeah, that's true, yeah. They have the science there. (laughs) And... I have questions about science later on, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so then the next chapter is chapter 13. Good thing I've got a strong stomach, it's called. Yeah, so this is when Bella drinks the blood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um, love the part when, so they're all, you know, sitting around on the couch, whatever, living room, mm-hmm. and Rosalie's preparing it in the other room, and, you know, Edward has great hearing because he's a vampire, and he says, not clear, Rosalie. Edward rolled his eyes. And then Jacob's kind of like, what? But later he realized he said that because she was going to put the blood in a clear glass. Oh, and then she yeah. transferred it into like a not-see-through cup. Yeah. I always liked that part. I like that, yeah. <laughs> I like how you see more of Edward's mind reading. Yeah. Here. It's interesting. I like when Jacob is thinking something and you're not thinking he's... He's not saying it to Edward, but then you hear Edward respond to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because interesting. we don't get that in Bella's perspective, obviously. Yeah. Bella drinks blood. Drinks blood. I wrote she likes it. Isn't it too sticky to drink? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it tastes like, but like I'd imagine that it's like really almost like syrupy going down. Have you ever tasted your own blood? What about like a paper cut? Yeah, but that's yeah. like it's a small amount. You're not like gulping that down, no. you know? So I have no idea what the texture would be like. Yeah. Do you guys know? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Do you remember in Twilight when Bella, they're doing the blood slides mm-hmm. thing in biology or whatever, and mm. she faints, and she says, like, oh, it smells like rust mm. and whatever, salt, rust and salt, and Edward's like, what? How do you know what it yeah. smells like? 
I feel like you could kind of just figure that out. It's yeah. not that incredible. Yeah. It's interesting that she's so... Well, I guess she's craving it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Go Imagine she just fainted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I had one note before then when mm-hmm. Jacob again... I feel like we've already mentioned this, but he's talking about Leah and like why no one kind of likes her. Mm-hmm. And he says, I kn- knew what it was like for Leah having to see that all the time, like seeing that person you're not with someone else. Yeah. Having to hear it in Sam's mind. Of course, we all felt bad for her. We weren't monsters in that sense anyway. But I guess we blamed her for how she handled it, lashing out at everyone, trying to make us all miserable as she was. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote, women are held to such a different standard <laughs> when it comes to this because Jacob is lashing out all the time. I mean, Jacob is dragging his pack into all of this drama it's with true. him and Bella. And yet... How can he have the audacity to judge Leah for anything? Like, she has to literally read Sam's mind. Like, probably listen to, like, intimate details about Sam and Emily's relationship. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't have a choice in the matter. Jacob could literally remove himself from Bella in Edward's life, and it wouldn't... Yeah, Like He's not forced into it in any way. I just think it's so hypocritical. But I'm sure Stephanie's aware of that, but I think it just shows this such a double standard here. Yeah, does Jacob ever realize that? I think only slightly. He's never, <laughs> like, apologetic for the way he's mm-hmm. thought about Leah. I wrote, Jacob was about to sleep, then suddenly a howl and need him. Mm-hmm. I feel for him. Yeah, because in, cha- in this chapter, Jacob is so tired, and it really... He hasn't slept in days. ...upsets me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, he needs to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what Jake, uh, Leah, and Seth are having him do, but there's this part on t- page 259 where Leah talks about... Uh, Jacob says he's going to go phase, you know. Yeah. And Leah says, give it a break, Jacob. You can phase in front of me. Despite my best efforts, I've seen you naked before. doesn't do much for me. <laughs> So no worries. But, oh, the tension. Doesn't do much for me. <laughs> yeah, Leah, that I, mean? Yeah, Leah, I don't believe it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I wrote actually that I like this paragraph. Nudity was an inconvenient but unavoidable part of pack life. We'd all thought nothing of it before Leah came along. Then it got awkward. Leah had average control when it came to her temper. It, it took her the usual length of time to stop exploding out of her clothes every time she got pissed. We'd all caught a glimpse. It wasn't like she wasn't worth looking at. It was just that it was so not worth it when she caught you thinking about it later. Oh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Like, I never thought of that. Like, if they were thinking about her naked later, mm-hmm. that she'd be like, what are you thinking about? Yeah. I never thought of that. And the, it sounds like <laughs> he's saying that because they've all thought about it later. Yeah. And I yeah. can almost, almost see why Jacob hasn't had any feelings for Leah yet because it's like, you're not really, there's no space to. Yeah. So, and it's kind of why Edward never had feelings for anyone, because you can read their thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I kind of get it. Yeah. I mean, I guess there is somewhat space, because when they're in their human That's form. That's true. But it seems almost like whenever they turn into wolves, <laughs> mm-hmm. all their, like, thoughts from the day just kind of go out yeah. there, and then they get, like, a recap of their day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no mystery anymore. Yeah. Um, there's this part where, like, uh, Quill shows up and, you know, they're, like, oh, yeah. talking about 
with you know, Colin. Yeah, with Colin. Like, it's almost like, you okay? You good? Like, we miss you. Come back. Uh, yeah. Whatever. And uh, Leah says, thought you were going to make out with him. <laughs> Again, the tension there. But I thought it was sweet. Like, Jacob kind of gives orders to Quill or, like, just tells him. He speaks for the pack. And then he says to Leah, did I say anything you didn't want me to? Did I say something I shouldn't? Did I not say something I should have? Like, he's very, like, he's alpha, yeah. but he doesn't want to disrespect Seth and Leah's choices. Yeah. Which I thought was sweet, despite all the bickering. And when, so I think Jared's kind of in charge of this meeting, right? Mm-hmm. And he's trying to get them to join back. And Jacob says, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Leah belongs wherever she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that, that he stood up for Leah there. Yeah. And he's like, she can do whatever she wants. Like, she can be with me. Mm-hmm. Or she can be with, like, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. I liked it. Made me ship it. Even oh more. my god, I ship it so much. <laughs> I honestly ship it more than Bella and Albert. No. What? I'm just joking. Oh my but god. I do because it's the couple that never was. Like, yeah. It's so tragic. It is tragic. Um, and I think it's interesting that Sam, so this meeting that happens with Jared, Paul, Quill, Colin, those are the guys that show up to say mm-hmm. like, hey, join, come back. Like, yeah, we miss you. I think it's interesting that Sam didn't let Embry meet with them out of fear that he'd join Jacob's pack. Like, yeah. Because Jacob noticed that Embry wasn't at the meeting. Mm-hmm. And I think Seth's the one that's like, well, I bet he wasn't there because he thought that he would just switch over to our pack. Yeah, because so. I, I was yeah. thinking beforehand, oh, it's kind of shitty that Quill and Embry didn't follow yeah. Jacob. I mean, they were best friends with him before all this wolf pack stuff, but it made sense of the reason that Quill didn't leave is because he's imprinted on Claire, which... Oh, yeah. Is Claire related to someone? I don't know, but she's on the push, and they're not allowed in the push anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that, so that makes sense. Yeah. But then, um, Embry hasn't imprinted on anybody, so it's... He could switch. He could switch. I feel like maybe Jared... Or, I'm sorry, Paul should switch. Yeah. <laughs> he probably should. <laughs> he's dating Jacob's sister. <laughs> All assholes. <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> On the bottom of page 266, I thought Jacob and Leah had great banter. Get together. Kiss. No. Come on. So <sighs> then the next chapter is chapter 14. It's you know things are bad when you feel guilty for being rude to vampires. Here, Esme gives, or he's left with a pair of hand-me-down clothes mm-hmm. um, from Emmett. And I think that explains in the movie why Jacob's wardrobe is suddenly so much better. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah, but they don't explain it. In the movie, but yeah, says, his clothing does change in the I movies. I had to admit it. I felt better with some clothes to my name, even st- stinky ones that didn't quite fit. It was hard not to be able to just jet back home and grab another pair of old sweatpants when I needed them. The homeless thing again, not having any place to go back to, no possessions either, which wasn't bothering me too bad, but would probably get annoying soon. And wait, yeah, it says they were like designer clothes or whatever from Emmett. Yeah, in our fashion episode, I remember us talking so much about how Jacob's clothing really improved. Suddenly improves, and we're like, oh, his character's improving. Or we thought, like, oh, his temper is getting more resolved, so he oh, can yeah. afford nicer clothes because he's not breaking out of them so much. Yeah. But actually, it's just Emma's hand-me-down clothes. Who knows what the movie, you know, What their intention was, was. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's interesting. It is interesting. Oh, 
I wrote in my notes, he walks in the house. Bella's so happy to see him. Yeah, Bella's so happy to see him. And he says, what was with her? For crying out loud, mm-hmm. she was married. Happily married, too. There's no question that she was in love with her vampire past the boundaries of sanity. Yeah. And hugely pregnant to top it off. So why does she have to be so damn thrilled to see me? Honey, we're all under Yeah. <laughs> so Mel and I are talking about this. Yeah. And we haven't really gotten into it yet, but J- Jacob has a lot of chemistry with Leah with Carlisle, with with Alice. Alice? We haven't really said it, but like her, you know, she kind of has headaches and she can't really see anything because of the baby and stuff. And Jacob, for some reason, helps her head Mm -hmm. when she's near him. And so she kind of likes him right now. And even him and Rosalie have this like banter, this hate thing going on that could turn into love. So anyway, he has chemistry with like everybody except for Bella. Yeah. Bella is so boring. It's just like, Jacob. Hi. Hi. Sitting on the yeah, and it just doesn't <laughs> click. I don't and know. And he's like, why are you so happy to see me? Yeah. I love you. Well, yeah. Why? I love you. <laughs> I don't even have any reason for it. I just do. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I feel like he loves Bella because it's his first love. Like I feel yeah. like he loves her because it's the first person he's really felt this for, but it's not necessarily because they have anything between them yeah why does he even love bella yeah why like yeah what is she offering him i don't know he should date someone who loves to hike that's what mm-hmm. i think yeah <laughs> <gasps> or he's yeah. into cars or i don't know yeah like rosalie yeah oh my god <laughs> rosalie repairs cars yeah <laughs> so does jacob yeah they should have been together yeah or jacob and leah yeah because jacob and leah they have the wolf thing in common jacob could have been a player he should have like hooked up with leah yeah at least okay new love triangle jacob leah and rosalie who was he gonna end up with yeah yeah who do that's you- the new like plot line wait guys tell us <laughs> send us a message who do you prefer Jacob and Rosalie or Jacob and Leah? That could be the whole, that could be a new stress or thing in the Mm -hmm. story. Like, oh my God, what's going to happen? No more Jacob Edward Bella. No, 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 him and Leah. I think Leah deserves a love. They both relate to the unrequited okay. love thing. I love him and Leah, but wouldn't it be cool for a werewolf and vampire to be together? Especially ones that used to hate each other. What about Emmett? You would do that to Emmett? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Emmett will die in the battle against the Voltori. <gasps> Maybe. And then, and then you have that perfect, like, you know, amount of bittersweetness that you yeah. need to be really attached to it, yeah. <laughs> I could see it. There would need to be some time. But to be honest, to, get together, like, but to be honest I don't like Rosalie. Like, I, I really, there's nothing redeeming about her, so I don't even want her to have this, like, nice love story. What if he brought out the humanity in her Maybe, somehow? yeah. But Leah, I want more for her. I do love Leah. I love them. I, I ship both of these couples. Yeah. Edward offers Jacob food. Oh, clothes, this is really sweet. He like takes him aside and says, Rather, Esme was troubled by the hardships this is putting your pack through. She asked me to speak to you privately about it. That took me off guard. Hardships? The homeless part particularly. She's very upset that you are all so 
bereft, bereft. <laughs> I snorted. Vampire mother hen, bizarre. We're tough. Tell her not to worry. She'd like to do what she can. I got the impression that Leah prefers to not eat in wolf form. And I demanded, well, we do have normal human food here, Jacob. Keep up, Keeping up appearances. And, of course, for Bella, Leah is welcome to anything she'd like. And all of you are. I just think it's really sweet that he is. Really sweet. He says, please don't consider yourselves without the benefits of a home. Hmm. And then, I didn't write what page this is, but Alice suggests that the baby and Jacob have something in common because she can't see either of them. Yeah, that's on page 277. Yeah, and it's like a little too on the nose for me, but whatever. It, and um, Wait, so is the reason she can't see Renesmee, forgive me if this is wrong, is because Jacob imprints on her later? No, I think she says it later on, spoiler, but it's she does say, like, I can see vampires best because I am one. I can see humans okay because I was one, but I can't see these half-breeds because I've never been one. Oh, okay. So I don't know if she can't see wolves or But so vampires. it seems like she can kind of see Renesmee. Like, it makes her vision very blurry or whatever. Or maybe it's thinking about Bella makes her vision blurry. I think she can see Bella still, but she can't see Renesmee, so that messes it up. Yeah, but yeah. so Jacob, she likes being around Jacob because he... She can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. and calms yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yo, where's Jasper through all of this? Can't Jasper be doing the microphone? Where the hell is Jasper? Yeah, I don't know. There's like no mention of Jasper throughout all of this. <laughs> So Seth is raving about Edward's cooking. I wrote that down too. sweet. Man, you can cook. Thank you, Edward Marmorton. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. It's sweet that like through all of this, Edward is still like whipping up meals. I know. And I love that he murmurs thank you. I don't know why. <laughs> and then, okay, I thought this was crazy that... Seth's arm is, like, around Bella to warm her up. Mm-hmm. And Jacob's jealous, like, yeah. literally. Yeah. Like, okay, dude. Yeah. She's married to she's Edward. She's married and pregnant. You're obviously her second choice. She's not, like, yeah. flirting with... Seth, yeah. He's, <laughs> like, 15 or whatever. Well, maybe it's not jealous in a romantic way, but just jealous that he's not the one to warm her up because that's his so. thing. I guess so. Oh, know. he says, she's got blankets. I snapped to him. I'm fine, Seth. Thanks. Bella said quickly. It's just weird. Yeah. I like this part where Carla says, a moment, Jacob. And then Jacob says, it was Carla asking. So when I turned around again, my face was probably less disrespectful than it would have been if it was anyone else who had stopped me. Again, he Mm -hmm. loves Carlisle. Who doesn't? Oh, yeah. And there's this part where Esme is offering, like, food or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't know how she did it because she didn't look older than her mid-twenties and she was bone pale too, but something about her expression suddenly reminded me of my mom. And then he says, jeez. (laughs) (laughs) That was really sweet. It is sweet. And then he says later on that same page, 284, this is the problem with hanging out with vampires. You got used to them. They started messing up the way you see the world. They started feeling like friends. So again, Mm. more growth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Esme left a basket of clothes mm-hmm. for Leah, and he says he'll bring them to her, but um, ducks out the door before anyone could guilt me into anything else. Yeah, and then later they're floating down the river, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leah doesn't take them. So the next chapter is chapter 15, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. 
Jake and Leah are getting along, and it really feels like a setup to me. I feel the same way. On 287, he says, Funny though, I'd, I'd have thought her biggest issue would just be me. We'd always gotten on each other's nerves when we were in Sam's path. But there was no antagonism toward me now at all, just the Cullens and Bella. I wondered why. Maybe it was simply gratitude that I wasn't forcing her to leave. Maybe it was because I understood her hostility better now. Whichever, running with Leah wasn't nearly as bad as I'd expected. And I wrote, I ship it so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they used to hate each other and now they're like, oh, not so bad. Yeah. So it's hard not to think thoughts like that. In 288, Jake's considering that he should have told the Cullens to leave town. He's thinking, like, why didn't they leave? Mm -hmm. Seth butts in and he's like, because Jacob's just having these thoughts kind of privately and he's like no they're not leaving and jacob says why not that's just stupid not really seth said defensive now it takes some time to build up that kind of medical access that carlisle has here he's got all the stuff he needs to take care of bella and the credentials to get more that's one of the reasons they want to make a hunting run carlisle thinks he's going to need more blood for bella soon blah blah blah, blah. basically seth's being really defensive and he's like that's why they're staying so mm -hmm. kind of cute he loves collins yeah there's a lot of saying. blonde jokes that he's oh, yeah. making towards Rosalie. I think these are kind of funny because they don't really fit in the story. But I also think it's like, it shows a little bit of Jacob's immaturity because they're all like dumb blonde jokes. Yeah. And obviously Rosalie is way smarter than him. Like mm -hmm. she's been alive for so long. Like she's obviously not dumb. So mm -hmm. I think it's like, come on, Jacob, be a little bit more creative. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I've heard that before. Yeah. And we have the part where she, you know, bends the dish into a dog bowl. That's funny. To give to Jacob, which is funny. And then mm -hmm. he throws it at her head. Yeah. Which I know she's a vampire, like, but what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> People laugh, though. They it's think crazy. it's funny. And it wakes Bella up. Um, Bella says something... Like, Jacob's like, why do you want me here? <laughs> and Bella says, it feels complete when you're here, Jacob. Like, all my family is together. Which, like, um, no. <laughs> Your parents aren't here, Bella. <laughs> she doesn't remember. No. <laughs> oh, Bells. On the next page, it's explained that Bella's been talking to Charlie on the phone and Jacob doesn't get it. And... Edward explains, like, she can't bear his anxiety, and then Jacob says, Bella wouldn't just shuffle Charlie's pain off to some later date for someone else to face. Even dying, that wasn't her. If I knew Bella, she had to have some other plan. And then later, it's just being like, Bella's only thinking about other people's pain in the short term, but actually, I feel like that is Bella's character. Like, Bella does that for uh, Jacob as well. She's not like, Jacob, like, I'm not good for you. And, like, she doesn't let him go. Like, she's always just trying to appease people in the short term or herself. Yeah. But she's really never thinking about long term that much. No. No. Not besides being with Edward forever. Mm -hmm. She's not really thinking about anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like she does think, like, oh, I have to make Jacob happy by being with him or checking to see if he's okay and stuff like that. And it's actually, like, that's not what's going to make Jacob happy overall. Mm -hmm. You're just toying with him more. Mm -hmm. Same with Charlie here. Yeah. Bella's talking about her baby and how fast it's growing. And she says, you know, he reminds me of you, Jake, she said. 
affectionate tone, still gasping, do, still gasping. Do not compare me to that thing. I spit out through my teeth. I just meant your growth spurt, she said, looking up, looking like I'd hurt her feelings. Good. You shot right up. I could watch you getting taller by the minute. He's like that too, growing so fast. I'm just <laughs> wondering, like, why? I I just don't get why her pregnancy has to be accelerated. Yeah. I know you said, I think in our last episode, like, oh, because just for convenience to get the plot going, but it bugs me. <laughs> well, I actually did have an idea reading mm -hmm. this that I thought um, Renesmee has to grow faster because, like, you know when she's born, how she bites Bella at first? Yeah. Maybe she, for her own survival or other people's survival, has to age fast so that way she learns quickly that she can't do stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. I always thought it was because, like, Edward's stuck at 17 mm -hmm. and, like, his... DNA or whatever is just like being 17 or something and that she just needs uh, to get to that point or I don't know but yeah uh, what if like Bella was just growing a 17 year old in her face <laughs> just comes out of her like walking <laughs> with acne applying <laughs> for colleges yeah. breaking down is just whack yeah it's crazy. Mm. Oh, wait, okay, where is this part? It's about how the baby would need to, like, bite its way out or something. Oh, And I'm yeah. like, okay, not to be TMI or whatever, guys, but, like, why wouldn't the baby just come out through the vagina? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know how they know that. Yeah. And stuff. Like, why would the baby have to, like, Probably bite its way out? Probably, like, I don't get it. Yeah, well, why is her, like, <laughs> like, cervix so strong that she can't get out that way? I don't know. Okay, because Jacob says, fact one, Bella said that the creature was protected by something as strong as vampire skin, something that was too impenetrable for ultrasounds, too tough for needles. Fact two, Rosalie said they planned to deliver the creature safely. Fact three, Edward said that in myths, other monsters like this one would chew their way out of their own mothers. I shuddered. It made me a, a, it, and it made me a sick kind of sense because, fact four, not many things could cut through something as strong as vampire skin. The half-creature's teeth, according to myth, were strong enough. My teeth, were, my teeth were strong enough, and vampire teeth were strong enough. It was hard to miss the obvious, but I was sure I wished I could because I had a pretty good idea exactly how Rosalie planned to get that thing so safely out. So basically, Rosalie was going to bite it out? I guess. Yeah. Why did they have to bite it out? By her yeah. stomach? I don't get it. Why? <laughs> well, in the, not, movie, in the movie, it looks like they do. Like, just like cut her stomach. Cut her stomach. Like but then I guess he... After that. was like that, an emergency C-section, kind of. Yeah. But why After would, he does bite it out, actually. But why would they need to do that? That's not how pregnancy works. I don't get it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like <laughs> they know it's going to be a C-section, right? I know. Yeah. It doesn't seem natural Yeah, I mean, me. like... <laughs> isn't a baby, like, isn't that how it works? Like, eventually she would have to, like, push... Well, like, the pregnancy is normal enough for her to be, like, impregnated from something going up into her <laughs> <laughs> cervix and, like... I'm blushing. <laughs> fertilizing her egg, you know what I mean? Like, it should be normal I enough know. for her... For That's how it works. Yeah. Like, every animal. It, like, C-section... I mean, I was a C-section baby, but... Oh, you were? Yeah, not, me too. Not really how it's supposed to be. Yeah. 
And some people even think like, oh, you shouldn't or whatever. Oh, really? So like, what? Oh, there's like to... chemicals released when you oh, really? give birth, quote, naturally or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't really get that, but whatever. I don't get the biology of it. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> the next chapter is chapter 16, Too Much Information Alert. Oh, this part was so weird to me. <laughs> this might be another one of those things where we get responses for people explaining. But, um, okay, let me find it. Page 310. I found a heavy, somewhat recent concentration. Okay, this is Jacob running around and smelling the vampire scent, which apparently smells like bleach, kind of, I think. I found a heavy, somewhat recent concentration on one particular trail, all of them coming and going here except for Edward. For some reason for gathering that must have been forgotten when Edward brought his dying pregnant wife home, I gritted my teeth. Whatever it was, it had nothing to do with me. What? Hmm. I was wondering, like, is that them putting together their cottage for Edward and Bella? Or, like, what is... Maybe? I don't know. It seems like, for some reason, not Edward, all the rest of them were, like, running around here. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's not, it's not explained, obviously. It always happens in these books. <laughs> if anybody knows, let us know. Yeah. My only guess is, I don't know when they did this, but I know they make that like house for Edward mm-hmm. and Bella. That's my only guess is them working on that. Yeah. And running back and forth or something. But I don't know. I wrote chemistry here. I think it's between Jacob and Leah. Oh, yeah. Um, Leah says, you've changed so, so much, Jacob. Talk about 180s. He says, you're not exactly the same Leah I've always known and loved either. Like, oh, my gosh. They're going to love each other. I, I want you to. And then Leah says, thank you. And Jacob says, for? For letting me stay. For letting, or, for letting me be. For letting me stay. You've been nicer than I had any right to expect, Jacob. Or no problem. Actually, I mean that. I don't mind having you here like I thought I would. She snorted, but it was a playful sound. What a glowing combination. Don't let it get your head. Okay, if you don't let this get to yours. She paused for a second. I think you make a good alpha. Not in the same way Sam does, but in your own way. You're worth following, Jacob. And I wrote, I ship it. I know. Oh my God, they're having a heart to heart. I know. And then a little further down on 312, mm-hmm. she says, I want to stay with you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I won't be a pain, I swear. I won't follow you around. You can go wherever you want. I'll go wherever I want. Mm-hmm. You'll only have to put up with me when we're both wolves. Mm-hmm. Like, and she wants to yeah. stay with him. And then later he thinks, a pack of the two of us, no matter the physical distance, I couldn't imagine the the intimacy of the situation. I wondered if she'd really thought it through or if she was just desperate to stay free. And then later they're killing something together. Oh, and yeah. like their minds are very in sync. It's just yeah. very natural. Like and he says, It felt very strange strange. Our minds were more closely linked than they had ever been before because we we're both trying to think together. Mm-hmm. Strange, but it helped her. Teeth cut through the fur and skin of her kill shoulder, tearing away a thick slab of streaming flesh. And, and yeah, they just killed this thing together, which I thought, mm, I felt like sometimes in literature, sometimes people do something together and it's supposed to like be a, um, <laughs> like a metaphor almost, or like, uh, what do you call that? It's like supposed to be like... For sex? 
Yeah, it's like it's like basically like they just had sex like like emotionally. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. That's just killed the thing. Yeah, instead of like bringing life into the world together, like procreating, they did the opposite yeah. together. I know. And on three thirteen, I I like this part when Leah's talking about her life, like what she would do. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's like. I'll get a job somewhere away from the push. Maybe take some courses at a community college. Get into yoga and meditation to work on my temper issues. Mm-hmm. And stay a part of this pack for the sake of my mental well-being. Jacob, you can see how this makes sense, right? I won't bother you. You won't bother me. Everyone is happy. I don't know. I like that. Like that she's thought of a way she's going to live her life. And mm-hmm. the yoga thing to deal with her temper and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of, it's cool. And yeah. I wonder, like, we don't know what happens to Leah after this book. It, yeah, that makes me sad. I, I wish we do. I know. But it sounds like she has like a good head on her shoulders mm-hmm. and she's going to figure it out. So. My dream yeah. for this series, if it was ever extended, is Renesmee grows up and she says to Jacob, I just want you to be a brother. And he <laughs> says, okay, I'll be whatever you want me to be. And then him and Leah fall in love together. I just and, want you to be a protector. Yeah. A pro- <laughs> <laughs> Not even brother. I just want you to be a friend. Just a friend. <laughs> Just a friend I just a, a casual friend. <laughs> okay, I'll be whatever you want. And then just him and Leah. Yeah, and then him and Leah can have a real passionate romance yeah. based on real genuine human feelings. Cool. That would be really cool. That would be sick. But people weirdly, sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to say weird, but interestingly, interestingly <laughs> ship Jacob and Renesme so much. Yep, like yep, yep. We've seen fan art. Yeah, I was just with like his with resume around his shoulders or something. Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe once we read book three, we'll like remember it more or whatever. I was wondering what was up with this whole Jacob and Leah thing. Was Stephanie Meyer trying to throw I us don't, off? I don't. I don't think was so. She trying to shock us. I don't think, I think that this was purely platonic. Stephanie didn't. No way. Yeah, I don't think that Stephanie. I need to ask her. Yeah. Stephanie, why? Yeah. Stephanie, what? I don't get it. It really seems like they're foreshadowing them being together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, okay. Yeah, like here. I'm fine if like things are not going as I expect them to. But but I really was rooting for this. (laughs) And here on page 315, Jacob says, was Leah going to be part of that life? A week ago, I would have thought the idea was beyond horrifying. I would have been able, I wouldn't have been able to stand it, but I knew her better now and relieved from the constant pain. She wasn't the same wolf, not the same girl. We ate together until we both were full. Like it feels like such a communion between mm-hmm. the two of them. And mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Leah's so sweet to him. She's like, I'm sorry about this, Jacob. I'm sorry you're in pain. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry it's getting worse and not better. Yeah. Thanks, Leah. Like, wow, they're really, really increasingly getting to know each other and care for mm-hmm. each other. It's crazy. Yeah, and they can really, yeah, they really relate to each other. Um, mm-hmm. The pain of loving someone you can't have. Yeah, and then so we have, just skipping ahead a bit, Jacob goes to the Collins house again to see mm-hmm. what's up, and Edward hears the baby's thoughts, mm-hmm. which is an interesting part. He's like, did you say something? In a puzzled tone, strange, because no one had said anything, and because Edward's hearing was as good as mine, and he should have known that. Mm-hmm. Edward's like, what were you thinking? It's what, what, sweet. What? The He's followed it. The baby <sighs> likes the sound of your voice. I thought when it says the F, it was going to be like, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> followed. 
that's what a realistic cousin would say. Yeah. Bella's like, holy crow, you can hear him. Bella, who says holy crow? Yeah. Whatever. Oh, there's this part before that where it says, Carla put his hand on my arm. The icy touch did not feel good, but I didn't jerk it away. <laughs> I had held still, half in surprise, <gasps> and half because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Like, He's oh, just holding okay. his arm? Yeah. Chemistry. Jacob and Carla chemistry. <laughs> Can you feel <laughs> the love tonight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here we have Bella saying, so Edward's, you know, exultant, happy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he heard the baby's voice and realizes it's like it's actually a good person mm-hmm. that loves Bella. And Bella reveals that she thought of naming him EJ. Edward, well, all she says is your father's name is Edward too. Yeah, so she doesn't explain the whole Edward Jacob thing yet. Not yet. And then she says, if it's a girl, I kicked around a few things. I kicked a few things around playing with Renee and Esme, and I was thinking, Renesme. Renesme? R E N E S M E E. Too weird? No, I like it. Rosalie assured her. What did you think of Renesme when you first read this book as a name? I think that I liked it. I think I liked that it was unique, and um, I thought it was pretty, and I mm-hmm. think that you couldn't just name the kid, you know, Sarah or something. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be special. No offense to Sarah. Yeah. I mean, my name's Kelly. Yeah, my name's Melissa. Renesme. So. <laughs> you do get used to it. Mm-hmm. Renesme. I think she I really know. becomes her name. Renesme. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a name. Yeah. I think it's pretty. Renesmee. 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 Shorter than Elizabeth. Yeah. What if you swapped it opposite? Um, Okay, Renee and Esme. Esne. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I bet Stephanie thought about that at first. Esne. Esne. It sounds too much like Esme. Renesmee. Or what about, oh yeah, it's Renesmee Carly, right? What if it was yeah. just Carly? Carly. <laughs> well, Edward's Stop. real mom. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. What's Elizabeth? her name? Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Sad. Renezabeth. Um, Renezabeth. <laughs> yeah. Rezzy. Like, Rezzy. <laughs> kind of like Lizzy. <laughs> <This is> punk. <laughs> Rezzy. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I think Renesme sounds mythological, so I think it yeah, goes. Yeah, it does. EJ, no, not a fan. EJ, I know. EJ, not creative. Edward Jacob. No. No, uh, it's no. so inappropriate. <laughs> it is. Your love triangle? Yeah. That's wrong. Awkward. Oh, my God. Actually, my um, friend in um, middle school, her, yeah. one of her middle school friends had a baby in eighth grade. And, and named, named it Jacob. Oh, no way. Yeah. After you were going to say Renesmee. No, named it Jacob <laughs> after Twilight. I wonder if anyone's named their daughter Renesmee. Probably. I'm sure there's people. Actually, sure. I feel like someone messaged us and said they did. Probably. Yeah. Probably. A lot of people named Named their babies Bella. Yeah. And Jacob. Bella mm-hmm. and Jacob mm-hmm. became like some of the most popular names in the past decade because Edward. of Twilight. Before Twilight, I used to think Edward was like a loser name. Yeah, me too. But then I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I would name my baby Edward, of yeah. course. Edward's beautiful Or name. Robert. Yeah. yeah. I used to also think Robert was a loser name. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but now I think it's like really handsome. Yeah. Robert and Edward. 
Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like princes or something. I would actually legitimately name a son Edward, but I feel like people would judge me for that. They would see through it. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a sec, don't you have a Twilight Party? Yeah, everybody instantly would be like, okay. There's such good names in Twilight. I also love, like, Jasper, that's a great name. Emmett is a great name. Mm-hmm. There's some, even, like, Kellen is a great name. Yeah. There's so many good names. Rosalie, I kind of yeah. like that name. Alice. Mm-hmm. That's a great name. Carlisle. Carlisle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd have a baby Carlisle, though. My son Carlisle. Yeah. Maybe middle name. Because middle names can be, like, mysterious. Yeah. Everyone's like, what's your middle name? I feel like you would have Carlisle. a son with the middle name <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't want to say. No, what is it? What is it? What is it? Carlisle. Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll make my kids middle name Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you It's like it's a town next to Chelmsford, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Relates to me. What about, yeah, Stephanie with an E? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Esme? Still a little too old-fashioned for me. I I mean, I like old-fashioned names, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I just can't see naming my kid Esme. Yeah. Renee, I wouldn't do. Definitely not. Um, Renee listeners, we love you. Yeah, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) We got a plane to catch. Uh, Phil? Would you name your kid Phil? No. (laughs) No. Jessica? No. It's kind of interesting how all of the humans have such basic... Yeah. Mike. Mike, Jessica. Eric. Eric. Angela. Angela, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren. Mm -hmm. Tyler. I like Quill and Embry. Yeah, those are interesting names. Quill Terrace. <laughs> That's his last name, right? Yeah, I like how in the movie he says that. He says it as if it's like I know. I don't know. Some like his zodiac thing. sign yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh. Also there. Paul? No. Although I do love Paul McCartney. Swan is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would name a kid like something Swan. Swan. Colin. I like the name Colin oh, God, as yeah. a first name. Actually, when I was a nanny, I pretty sure I overheard other little kids' names were Colin. Yeah. Let's see right through that. See, yeah, I know where you got that from. <laughs> That's a great name, though. Yeah. You know what? My future Colin. child. Boy or girl, I think it works. Yeah. Colin. Colin. like it. Charlie's cute, too. Yeah, Charlie. Wouldn't Charlie be cute as just that's their name? Like, not Charles, just like Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really Charlie cute. Joey. Yeah, that's really cute. Cheer up, Charlie. Okay, all right. So, okay, Jacob's super upset because Edward is now super happy and in love with this baby and is in total bliss with Bella, and Jake's going to freak out. So... Edward tosses him some car keys and says, go, Jacob, get away from here. Mm-hmm. And so that's how the ch- chapter yes. ends. The next chapter is chapter 17. What do I look like? The Wizard of Oz? You need a brain, you need a heart? Go ahead, take mine, take everything I have. Mm-hmm. That's the chapter name. I like that. Mm-hmm. So here he goes to the mall and he's just trying to imprint on anybody. Well, he doesn't go to the mall. Oh, uh, he doesn't? No. Oh, there's no park? Yeah, he drives by the mall. Oh, but he says, I he wouldn't want to, yeah. Basically, he's driving around, he's like a madman, and he's thinking he needs to go somewhere and imprint on somebody, and he says, did I, he considers going to the mall, and he says, did I want to imprint on some girl who hung out at a mall all day from mm. 331, which I think is interesting, and he's thinking about a conversation he had with Leah, where she talked about how 
this is in the movie too, I think, how like, yeah, all the people they imprinted have lost their free will kind of, but at least they're happy. And he, I like this quote, he said, it seems like maybe getting your choices taken away from you wasn't the very worst thing in the world. Maybe feeling like this was the very worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Which I've, <laughs> sounds bratty, but I've related to that before. We're having like choices doesn't always make you happy like it can yeah. be stressful and um just wanting to have your choices taken away from you or like the responsibility of your own life taken away from you mm-hmm. like if only someone else could choose or tell me what to do that would make this easier and I think that's what Jacob's looking for here yeah. he's like I don't know what to do like the girl I love is gonna die like can someone just take this away from me yeah I've always loved this chapter I remember when I first read it really liking it it's just cool to see Jacob out in the world apart from everything. Yeah, and like I agree. Out among normal people. Yeah. And he's trying to, like, he's looking at all these girls and trying to imprint on one of them. Yeah. Which you can't really control. I like it. And he's just staring at everyone. And <laughs> yeah. he says, like, sometimes I thought they looked kind of interested, but maybe that was just my ego running wild. He's a little narcissistic. <laughs> um, and at the bottom of page 332, he says, This one's cheekbones cut across my face in just the same way. That one. Oh, so basically he's comparing everyone to Bella. Yeah. And he said, that was when I gave up because it was beyond stupid to think that I had picked exactly the right place and time and I was going to simply walk up into my soulmate just because I was so desperate to. And I feel like I really liked that. And I Me too. Related to it. It's like, you'll find someone when you're not looking. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to like stare at people and then be like, oh, here <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. And then some girl walks up to him. She's talking about the car, and she's like seemingly kind of into him, also yeah, kind of concerned she's for him. Flirting. And her name's Lizzie. Yeah. Which is a form of Elizabeth, which is Edward's mom's name. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like his um. Renesmee, Elizabeth. I don't know. It's like his grandmother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's me being an English teacher right now. <laughs> I don't think it's connected at all i thought it was kind of sad he she says like you stole this car or whatever like i don't, I don't really get this whole thing but he says it's borrowed not stolen i snapped my voice sounded horrible like i'd been crying or something embarrassing mm-hmm. oh yeah because he parks it's like one of the collins mm-hmm. cars and it's super rich and fancy and he parks it across two parking spots or something mm-hmm. i think he parks in a handicapped spot actually does no. he say that but he's like almost just willing to get in trouble for Mm -hmm. it i think the girl recognizes like how do you have this car it's way too nice or something yeah and you're also treating it like crap so Mm -hmm. yeah but it's kind of i'm a little frustrated i'm like oh my god jacob this yeah like jacob go for it yeah go for it but obviously he's not ready or into it so he leaves when he gets back to the Colin house, it's revealed that Leah basically bitched out Bella, being mm-hmm. like, why are you doing this to Jacob? Like, leave him alone. Like, stop leading him on. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> Edward says he'll throw Leah across the river mm-hmm. if he if she upsets Bella again, which I thought was crazy. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I think what's kind of interesting is Jacob isn't even that mad that Leah did that. No. It's, I mean, it's actually really sweet on Leah's mm-hmm. part to stick up for Jacob like that. Like, mm-hmm. she obviously cares so much about Jacob that she walked in there and was, like, leaving In Jacob her alone. human form, yeah. yeah. Was she naked? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
That <laughs> probably would, not. Probably not, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if Leah is jealous of Bella. Maybe. Um, I feel like it's meant to be like Leah's kind of brash or whatever, but I think that like Leah did that with good intentions. Like she yeah, really did so. it in, from a caring place. I think she's just like fed up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and March did and was like, hey, you know what? Like Jacob's suffering so much. Stop mm-hmm. having him over here and stop acting like so happy, you know? Yeah, stop being like, mm, Jacob. And yeah, yeah, I'm done with Bella at this point. <laughs> like I love Bella, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like Bella, shut up. Like I know. you can't have everything. Now it's complete that you're here. Now it's complete my family. Like, no. you know what? You're not helping Jacob at all. Like, you really are not helping You can't him. have, like, Edward's armor on your shoulder and Jacob's hands at mm-hmm. your feet. Yeah. While yeah. they're both in love with you. Like, it yeah. just doesn't work It's that very way. immature of her. Maybe if Jacob was in the relationship and only felt pl- totally platonic, mm-hmm. it could be different. But it's yeah. just not that way. No. So, yeah. yeah. So, this chapter ends. You know, things seem pretty happy going on at the cons. Bella's doing way better since she started drinking blood and mm-hmm. she's looking good. But then she gets up to like go to the bathroom and she drops her cup. And she goes to reach for goes it. Goes to reach for it. And then there was this ripping sound from the center of her body. Oh. She gasps. She goes totally limp, slumps towards the floor. Rosalie catches her. Edward's there too. And Bella screams. It was not just a scream. It was a blood-curdling shriek of agony. The horrifying sound cut off with a gurgle. And her eyes rolled back into her head. Her body twitched, arched in Rosalie's arms. And then Bella vomited a fountain of blood. I just gotta say, I do not get the anatomy, biology, whatever, of this. I don't Mm. get it. Can someone explain it to me? I don't get how her reaching over would what how did this happen i just don't get it can this happen to humans like i don't oh their back breaks like when you're pregnant can that happen just from like reaching over (sighs) and then you're like vomiting blood i mean i guess maybe you'd just be vomiting food or whatever but why is this happening i don't get it and then the placenta is attached it's like what's going on yeah i don't get how her reaching for a cup made this happen but I'm probably just ignorant. I've never been pregnant. Well, she reached... I feel like she reached sideways, kind of. Mm -hmm. I think the point is, like, maybe she's just so weak that something about bending that way. Mm -hmm. It's kind of stupid of her to... I guess it's a reflex, Mm -hmm. but to try to even pick something up. I don't get it, though. Like, can't pregnant people, like, still do yoga? I don't get it. Well, not Charbella. (laughs) (laughs) Not Bella, but I thought she was doing better. (laughs) I just don't get it. Like, I don't get why reaching for a cup made this, like... Then, yeah, well, uh, she's too. She's still too weak to like really move. I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get what's going on. Okay, but then that's not in the chapter, and then it's total chaos. Oh my god! So chapter yeah. eighteen is called "There Are No Words for This," and honestly, there are really no words for this. This chapter was crazy. It's and insane. I have to say, this chapter is weird it's the weirdest thing we experience it's horror movie it's but to be honest and you know guys spoiler i don't love breaking down this probably my least favorite of the books this chapter i was so into Mm. like i think it's actually written really well it's scary it's spooky this is the scariest thing we experience in the whole series and i feel like if i was reading for this for the first time i would be on the edge of my seat yeah like i was like oh my god my mind was blown it is crazy 
Just even reading it, knowing everything that happened. Like, the way it starts, Bella's body streamed with red, started to twitch, jerking mm-hmm. around in Orla's arm like she was being electrocuted. Yeah. Oh. And then, like, yeah, so then they're, like, doing the C-section, and then Rosalie, all of a sudden, um, lost her focus. I saw the expression on her face shift, saw her lips pull back from her teeth, and her black eyes glint with thirst. No, Rose, Edward moaned, but his hands were trapped, trying to prop Bella upright so she could breathe. I launched myself at Rosalie, jumping across the table without bothering to phase. As I hit her stone body, knocking her toward the door, I felt the scalpel in her hand stab deep into my left arm. My right palm smashed against her face, locking her jaw and blocking her airways. Like, oh my God, she just stabbed Jacob. And it's chaos, because also, um... Carlisle is not there. Yeah. Esme, the rest of them are all hunting right now because mm-hmm. they thought they had a few days. Like, they didn't expect this mm-hmm. to happen. So it's just crazy. Yeah. And uh, Jacob here is giving Bella mouth to mouth. And I think this part is so creepy and scary. It says her lips tasted like blood. Oh, my God. And, uh, oh, my God. And on the bottom of 349, he says, In the bright light, Bella's skin, Bella's skin seemed more purple and black than it was white. Deep red was seeping beneath the skin over the huge, shuddering bulge of her stomach. Oh, my God. First of all, is that realistic? I don't know if someone's skin could really look like that. Uh, but still disturbing. Oh, God. Oh, and he says he hears blood dripping to the floor. Yeah. This, it's like the messiest thing ever. And she's like screaming. Because mm-hmm. I guess the placenta detached. And she's like, get him out. Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh. It's total chaos. It's yeah. crazy. Oh my gosh. Her spine cracks. Mm-hmm. When they drag Rosalie out, <laughs> uh, Jacob says, and I had to give it to Blondie. She didn't put up an ounce of fight. She wanted us to win. She let me trash her like that to say Bella well, to yeah. save the thing. I, th- I think that's interesting. Like, I like how... I like that too. Stephanie here, all this chaos is going on. And then to add everything on top of that, they're still vampires. They yeah. still want... To drink yeah. Bella's blood at the end of the day. Like, it's just... It's nice that Rosalie had the will to be like, yeah, get me out of here. Yeah. Please, because I'm going to kill them. I imagine it's if insane. she just, like, all of a sudden started, like, drinking Bella's blood. And it's was... really worst case scenario possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. they didn't know it was going to be like this. Yeah. And then Renesmee is born, and you have this few seconds of peace where Edward mm-hmm. whispers Renesmee, and he gives to Bella and Bella holds her and then she bites Bella and then Bella basically dies yeah very sad but (laughs) uh then they're freaking out because yeah her with the last dull galump her Mm -hmm. heart faltered and went silent Mm -hmm. she missed maybe half of one beat and then my hands were on her chest doing compressions I counted in my head trying to keep the rhythm steady one two three four Mm -hmm. so we're trying to save her it's so sad. Edward says, take the baby urgently. And Jacob says, throw it out the window. One, two, three, four. Yeah. And then Rosalie comes in for the baby. Mm-hmm. And they start kind of like freaking out. And Edward's like, okay, it's time. And he stabs the syringe of his venom into Bella's chest. And then... How'd I get it in there? The venom. <laughs> That's a bonk as young. Well, uh, the, uh, 
<laughs> that's what I was thinking. I don't want to say it, but... His saliva? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know how it works. <sighs> but then it was like he was kissing her, brushing his lips at her throat, at her wrists, into the crease in, at the inside of her arm. But I could hear the lush tearing of her skin as he, as his teeth bit through again and again, forcing venom into her system at as many points as possible. Mm-hmm. I saw his pale tongue sweep along the bleeding gashes, but before this could make me either sick or angry, I realized what he was doing. Where his tongue washed the venom over her skin, it sealed shut, holding the poison and the blood inside her body. Kind of hot. Yeah, it is kind of hot, but it's so <laughs> sad and desperate. I like when mm-hmm. Jacob says, I kept pumping her heart, counting while he worked manically over her, trying to put her back together. All the king's horses and all the king's men... Mm-hmm. But there's nothing there, just me, just him, working over a corpse. Because it's all that was left of the girl we both loved. This broken, bled-out, mangled corpse. We couldn't put Bella back together again. Like, that sounds like a poem or something. It's so beautiful. And he's saying, like, it's too late. It's, like, she wasn't here anymore. Yeah. And then we're, then Edward goes, Go then, he snapped. And he hit my hands out of my way again, taking my place this time. Three fingers broken. It felt like yeah, Edward like breaks his Edward is Edward's not willing to give up that yeah. Bella's dead, and he's so manic and desperate, mm-hmm. and it's it's so sad. I would love to read this in Edward's point of view, but I think it would kill me. Oh, so sad. Um, and I just wrote that I love hearing Edward react to thoughts. Like yeah, Jacob says he pushed her dead heart faster than I had, and then. Edward says, she's not dead. He growls, it's going to be fine. Yeah, he's like just reacting to everything mm-hmm. he thinks. So Jacob kind of gives up and walks outside of the room and, you know, kind of mm-hmm. just wants to, he says he wants to pour bleach inside his head. Yeah, I, I loved that line, actually. Yeah, and he's just so upset and thinks Bell's dead, basically. And mm-hmm. he's going over to kill the baby, actually. That's his plan. And He's, like, thinking about how Rosalie is so absorbed and so, you know, caught up in the baby that she's not even going to notice. And he's like, oh, sick. Like, well, he doesn't say it in those words, but <laughs> I can totally catch her off guard. I'm just going to kill this baby. But then we have this freaking moment where mm-hmm. Rosalie lifts the baby up and yes. makes eye contact with this infant. Uh-huh. And... It's warm brown eyes, the color of milk chocolate, the exact same color that Bella's had been. My shaking jerked to a stop. Heat flooded through me, stronger than before, but it was a new kind of heat, not a burning. It was a glowing. Mm, yeah. Everything inside me came undone as I stared at the tiny porcelain face of the half vampire, half human baby. All the lines that held me to my life were sliced apart in swift cuts, like clipping the strings to a bunch of balloons. Everything that made me who I was, my love for the dead girl upstairs, my love for my father, my loyalty to my new pack, the love of my other brothers, my hatred for my enemies, my home, my name, myself, disconnected from me in that second, snip, 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 and floated up into space. I was not left drifting, a new string held me where I was. Not one string, but a million. Not strings, but steel cables. A million steel cables all tying me to one thing, to the very center of the universe. I could see that now, how the universe swirled around this one point. I'd never seen the symmetry of the universe before, but now it was plain. Blah, 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 blah. Renesmee. I have to say, that line that you just, the paragraph that you just read about the balloons. Yeah. And the snip, snip, snip. Yeah, I get it. 
I get it. And I actually reading that, I was like, I love this paragraph. What a beautiful way to describe it. And for a second, I was entranced in it. But I wish it was not about Renesmee. Yeah. Like, I think it's such a beautiful... Like, to me, this sounds like how you feel like if you f- fell in love with someone, you found your soulmate. And I think it's such a beautiful description. But the fact that it's a baby is just <laughs> too much for me. Especially since I was a shipping... A baby. I was shipping him and Leah so much, and now it's just cut short. It'd be cool if he was thinking this about Leah. Yeah. If you all of a sudden was like, yeah. what? Like, I'm imprinting on Leah? Or, yeah. or just, I'm in love with her? It is beautiful, and like, I, this is a super overused word, and I even just said this to you in a group message, problematic, Mm it's such an overused word lately, but like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of problematic to say, like, everything that made me who I was is gone, Mm -hmm. except for this, like, yeah, my love for my father (laughs) doesn't matter anymore. That's not healthy. I do feel like it still is really poetic. And, like, if it was about an adult, I would be, like, there for it. Yeah. But it's about babies. But then, so this, guys, this is the end of Jacob's book. From upstairs, there was a new sound, the only sound that could touch me in this endless instant. A frantic pounding, a racing beat, dot, 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 a changing heart. That's the end. Is a changing heart his heart? I think it's supposed to be double meaning, like his heart's changing and Bella's heart is changing. Oh, yeah. Wait, so he can hear Bella's heart changing? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. So we know Bella's going to be okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Being into vampire peeps. This whole Renesmee thing as well, I feel like if I was reading this for the first time, which I once did, I don't remember yeah. how I felt. That, what a plot twist here. Such a plot twist. I mean, twist. this chapter is probably the craziest, most intense <laughs> chapter in the whole series. Like, after yeah. everything we just went Definitely. through, all of a sudden, Jacob imprints on the baby. Like, it cannot get any more <laughs> insane than that. I know. I think, I remember when I first read it being the same way. Like, what? Yeah. Like, this is the kind of chapter you read but, when you have to put it down. Yeah. You can't keep going yeah. after this. It's just insane. Yeah. Overall, I'm going to say I enjoyed Jacob's book. I, you know what? I really did too. I, as you know, I was putting off reading it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like really behind. And Kelly earlier was like, so we're going to record this week. I was like, oh God, <laughs> no, I haven't started. Funny. But I read it really quickly. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It's actually cool, mm-hmm. I think, to read the wolf's thoughts and that whole dynamic. And seeing Edward and Bella from a third person point of view is mm-hmm. cool. I didn't like some parts of just like sitting around. Yeah, yeah. As much. There's a lot of that. Or <laughs> yeah. some of the parts with the wolves felt yeah. like throwaway dialogue of just, it's a monstrous thing. We got to kill it. Yeah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, I'll do mm. another loot. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm just like reading all these lines. It's like, okay. <laughs> I get it. There's a lot of yeah. back and forth. <laughs> but overall, I found Jacob's point of view to be like refreshing, mm-hmm. interesting, and... What what do you think it would have been like if it was still in Bella's point of view? Well, okay, so this is why I don't think that you it's possible to have it in Bella's point of view. Oh. She's so disoriented from so much that it's yeah. just her sitting on the couch feeling sick, being weak, would have been so boring. That's so true. And you would have missed out on all <laughs> of this other stuff that's happening with the pack because yeah. she's not there and she's too weak to experience it. And then also the birth scene, yeah. it was so intense. If she's in and out of consciousness, it yeah. just would have not worked. You're right. It would have been boring. She is just 
lying there yeah like if you're going to go with this route that bella is gonna have this baby you have to put in someone else's point of view because it's otherwise it would be like carlisle just walking in the room being like the pack is split up yeah she's like what yeah that that wouldn't be interesting and then being like your vp is or whatever yeah it would have been boring i'm sure she's just doing a lot of sleeping and yeah we don't need it yeah okay well oh we'll be God. finishing we'll be reading the next book next time oh my god it's kind of sad the I next know. episode will be the end of the series yeah we still the will book have series. midnight sun and life and death life to and death. read and the movie and mm-hmm. more things more things yeah it's not the end but <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy i know yeah tell us what you guys think yeah um please do it's gonna be a long episode <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well we'll see you next time i'll see you thank you for listening Mwah. bye <laughs> bye see you next tuesday see ya You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.